Peachy's catchphrase. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Table Stories Warped, the official stream of the What's Oldest New RPG. How's it going? Welcome to the stream of Stram. How you doing today, everybody? How's it going? Hey. I'm good. I said it first. I win. Hooray. You get I inspiration. XP. Inspiration. Yes, it's the you wrong You won, system. so you get to do the recap. That's wrong. what. Yeah. Wrong. Wrong. Oh. <laughs> um, so, um, welcome to the stream, everybody. We will be using mature language, so prepare yourself accordingly, however it is that you do that. Lubricate yourself in whatever liquids are required, etc., etc. Um, we, uh, we do space opera sci-fi here, and we are the uh, official channel of the What's Old is New RPG. If you guys are curious about the What's Old is New RPG, you can head on over to winerpg.com, um, where you can learn all different kinds of stuff about it. Um, I highly recommend it if you're looking for a um, either a sort of sci-fi, space opera kind of setting. Um, especially if you like to do, I think, um, the system sort of lends itself towards a sandboxy kind of um, feel. Uh, it works really well for that. Uh, and there's three different sort of settings. You have NOW, which is the modern kind of setting. And you've got OLD, which is a sort of, um, I think, sort of typical kind of fantasy RPG kind of setting with some really cool uh, magic and spell mechanics. Um, so you should check that out for that. Um, also, if you want to help support the show, one of the best ways you can do that is to go support Morris, our lovely sponsor. Um, he has himself a podcast as well as a Patreon uh, where you can go uh, check out various role-playing things that he talks about, uh, his, his many years of experience role-playing, um, and running the enworld.org website. Um, you can check that out at patreon.com slash morris, M-O-R-R-U-S, and over the uh, at, at the Podbean, morris.podbean.com, where you can check out the podcast. And uh, that's probably the best way that you can support us is uh, going to support Morris. He's a great guy, and uh, he's put up with uh, so much of our crap. It's it's insane, really. You, you, you'd think that somebody has a threshold for, for uh, levels of crap, uh, Morris is, uh, he's legendary, uh, god tier level, uh, on that. Um, especially just purely for dealing with Peachy. Um, that's... I mean, at this point, I just assume he mutes every time I talk. Otherwise... Yeah. He's got, like, a cough Speech button. Okay. He's got a cough button, and it's just got your face on it. Speaking of cough button, every time Goobers coughed last night, and you were just like, Goobers, why? I'm just, he wouldn't mute. He just wouldn't mute his mic. I'm like, Goobers, what the fuck are you doing? Just mute your goddamn microphone if you're going to die. Please. Nobody wants to hear your death throes. Um. Just die quietly, will you? <laughs> they have, like, this horrible smoke that's rampaging across Washington State right now. And, and it's it's from all these forest fires and everything. And they're, they're, it's like a hazard. Like, it's it's really bad. And he's like, this smoke might be really bad, like, before the show. And I'm like, Goobers, just mute your fucking microphone, dude. Please, please, for the love of God. He's coughing like Brad does directly into the mic. <laughs> um, it's pretty awful. Um but yeah, uh, so why don't we why don't we get to it? Why don't we go around and introduce our players and their characters, and uh, let's hop into it. Let's get into it. Uh, why don't we start off with Bobby? Why don't you get us started, please? 
Sounds good. What's up, guys? I'm actually probably Foil here on Twitch. Here, though, I play Captain Brax McQuaid and a couple other interesting people, so you could say. Uh, interested in seeing what will happen today. Finally getting into the trade dispute. Can't wait to see what's going to happen. Missed you guys last week, and uh, let's play. Thank you very much. Uh, Pony. Hello. I'm Pale, but you can call me Pony. I, you can find me on Pony Punch on Twitch, and I play your favorite game every single day. Um, I play uh, RA9. I almost forgot. Jesus Christ. Hello. RA9, um, Daniel, and happy fun time here on the show. Let's get into it. Excellent. Thank you very much. Uh, and simply. Hi, my name is Simply Jackson, or Simply Jackson, or just Leslie, if you want to call me that. I'm a variety broadcaster here on Twitch. I've been playing World of Warcraft to catch up. I held off on BFA for a whole week, man. Um, and now I'm experiencing it with uh, audience. So if you want to catch up on that, come and hang out. Play Warframe 2. I make art. I've got so many commissions I've got to do, and it's extremely overwhelming. But I just got back from Seattle, and all I can dream about is flannel and coffee. So... <laughs> That is that is the definition of Seattle. So, I mean, that's but, um, that's where those things were invented. It was so much fun, though. Like, it was such a good trip. But yeah, the smoke up there is awful. Like, awful. They were like, it's breathing air is like breathing seven cigarettes. It was just like, great, perfect. Yeah, Vacation. Blue Jay. Blue Jay had a like a, a mask. She bought a mask mm -hmm. with a little filter in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but here on Warped, I play uh, Ruby Tootie, our chief medical officer, and uh, Boker, a captured ogre, which I think everybody is just like, just get rid of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, and Boker is like, gonna make her way into people. We're gonna hang out. It's gonna be great as long as she gets her way. So. Yeah. Um, excellent. Okay, thank you. Uh, Zagonticus? Speaking of masks, I rewatched The Mask a couple weeks ago because I felt like it. Oh, movies back then were just so. You ruined it. You could have said it because I gotta. No, I didn't. I didn't wanna. I, I can't do it justice. Anyway, I play Jimmy Marinson, who's the chief engineer, and uh, also Theodore Medrin, who is uh, a diplomat and is uh, helping resolve this silly little dispute and is supremely confident you can get it fixed. Thank you. Um, you know what's interesting about uh, masks is that um, the, uh, you know, the, the comic book, the original comic book, it had several iterations of it and it was way, way more violent um, than what was portrayed for the movie. Um and uh, I can't imagine anybody else but Jim Carrey playing the mask. And then what's his name? Just jumped into the the son of the mask or whatever that second movie was. I didn't even watch it. Like J Jamie Kennedy, Jamie Kennedy uh, starred in like the the next movie, and it was just oh, right. yeah, it was terrible. It, it, I I'd never watched it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've seen it. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was. See, it, everybody said it was just an abomination, and it's so weird. Like, I can't imagine Jim Carrey not playing Stanley Ipkiss. Son of like, mask, yeah. that's what it was with the baby. Yeah, <clears throat> that was horrendous and terrifying. Oh, I just looked at it in IMDb. It's got two point two. <laughs> wow, those are like Peachy's favorite movies. Um, speaking of which, Peachy. The fuck. 
My favorite movies are good because I hate all movies. I hate mo I hate movies. I don't like movies. You know your favorite movie? Shit. <gasps> your favorite game that Pony is playing tomorrow? <gasps> Terrible. No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pixel. I will be playing Neil Beige, um, Perfect Ford, and Jetator today. Well, maybe then. I'll definitely play Neil today. That's for sure. Uh, and maybe, maybe others. Um, and I'll be streaming your most hated game tomorrow. Which is that F1. City Skyliner. Oh that, my god, F1 is so good. That F1 best. racing game that like you Like racing <laughs> games, this is the one. Holy shit. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk shit about what people like for video games. Unless it's peachy. That's the only time that I feel, <laughs> that I, I feel, that I feel Welcome okay about it. Show. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay. Peachy and I are like best friends. I can I can shame him and humiliate him and not feel remorse. Oh, you'll make him cry if you tell him he's gonna. <laughs> oh, about my diary. Um, it's it's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah. So go check everybody out if you haven't done so. Please make sure you follow all these wonderful people. Uh, I'm Wax Steven. I am the GM of Doom, and I will be dragging these guys kicking and screaming through the adventure uh, today um, in space, space, space. Everyone here is a part of the Alliance of Solar Systems and Planetary Orbital Organizations. Um, they are currently on a diplomatic mission to Vendelier, where they are trying to resolve a trade dispute between the Venetians and the Boreans, who have, um, well, uh, a potential major conflict developing as the um, as the Boreans have a vested interest in continuing mining a moon known as Shoku uh, that satellites around the uh, the main Fendelier planet. Um, it's a singular resource for special psi-activated crystals that are used throughout the Alliance and other places in the galaxy. And the Venetians have a monopoly on them here. Uh, the Boreans don't exactly like what's been going on, and they're looking to change their contract now that it has expired. Um, the Venetians are unhappy with this, and a trade dispute has erupted. The players are aboard the Alliance of Solar Systems and Planetary Orbital Organization's plan uh, ship known as the Explorer. And they are uh, currently here to help try and resolve the trade dispute. Without any sort of judgment being passed, they're here to try and help resolve things amicably. Um, they've had a few problems along the way, namely uh, some Ogron pirates that they ran into that uh, they tried to transport to Vendelier, but with a few transporter malfunctions, things quickly went to hell in a handbasket. Um, they transported the Ogrons into the wrong room, and uh, some people, some Venetians, were uh, critically injured in the fight that occurred. Um, they tried their best to resolve it, calling on the aid of the diplomat that they have aboard the ship, um, Theodore Medrin, and uh, he's been trying to learn as much as he can about the situation and um, advise Captain McQuaid and the rest of the crew as best as he can. 
last session, which was two weeks ago, we unfortunately missed last week. Uh, we had a, we actually had a few absences. What's funny, I totally forgot that P- uh, Pony wasn't going to be here last week, um, and uh, simply went on vacation for a week. And I was also not feeling well, and uh, I could have blamed both Simply and Pony for being the sole reason that the show was canceled last week, but I forgot. They're and too kind-hearted. It was no, it was just a missed you opportunity. To blame them it, yeah, I forgot to blame them. <laughs> it was a missed opportunity. Uh, I could have shunted the responsibility to them, and I feel bad about that. Anyway. Last session, the characters were, um, well, they were trying to, um, they were trying to sort of uh, get some more information um, so that they could exploit what they know about the Venetians and the Boreans. Um, And, um, well, Theodore Medrin was doing his best to uh, assist with things from his own... uh, I guess from his own chambers. Uh, what I'd like, Diplomat Medrin, is for you to please roll me a logic check plus... Let's see what skill you've got here that will help you. Um, I would like you to roll me a logic check plus your bureaucracy. You're very, very contemplative today. Oh, yes, sorry. Um, <clears throat> uh, am I using a library or data network? You are. Yes, so sorry, it was my logic plus. Your logic plus bureaucracy. Bureaucracy, okay. You are currently trying to look up any past experiences in Venetian culture where a contract ended and new negotiations were made. Um, I had no luck, Danny. Okay. Let's see what I get. Ooh, 25. 25. 25 on a 66. Ooh. Very nice. Very nice. So, um, what you notice is that uh, in most Venetian history, Contracts have proceeded in a way where they are essentially renewed uh, with very little renegotiations. The way that renegotiations work with the Venetian people um, has to do with the... um, basically the people that are trying to renegotiate. It's a very, it's very much a, the person that is trying to be the aggressor is seen as the person that is responsible to move, to move negotiations forward. So, what you gather from that is that the trade dispute that's happening right now is very peculiar. Because, according to their own customs... This the way that the Boreans are handling everything makes sense. You found, we'll say, five different occurrences in recent history uh, 
with major contracts that have been done just between the Venetian people themselves. Maybe the small population of non-Venetians that are on the Vendelier, um, which is a very small amount. I think it's about 5% or something. Um, but uh, you found five separate occurrences of this. Um, and it's very peculiar to you. It doesn't really make sense. Something else seems to be at work here. That's what you get from this. Okay. You don't know what that is, but your suspicions um, have started to take over. Mm-hmm. Now, while you've been doing this, uh, everybody else has been interacting with a potential new crew member. There's been a lot of contention between the crew. Neil has been the main proponent to getting a, uh, well, the singular Ogron passenger aboard the ship uh, to join as part of the crew. Captain McQuaid has been very reticent for just reasons, um, as, uh, well, frankly, the, the Ogrons have not done well with the Alliance in the past. Um, it's been a difficult uh, road. Um, I have to admit, I don't remember where we ended up with Bokur uh, after the last episode. Um, Captain McQuaid, how has how have you been sort of dealing with this at this point? Um, Neil has been rather insistent on this whole thing, and uh, well, I know that Bokur had uh, it. It had been mentioned that Bokur required uh, quite a bit of. Perfuming. <laughs> yeah, I would have had uh, there were a, a few things that that Bulker would have had to have you know agreed to if they were to join the crew, like hygiene, you know um, how they act, you know there's certain interactions and, and protocol that they have to follow. Uh, so as long as Bulker followed that, I more or less am okay with it. Um, surprisingly, I like uh, that sort of diversity on the ship. The fact that we have Zebu as our helmsman, um, the Ogron, like, I, I enjoy this. So that's, uh, I like it, so. Okay. Um, and uh, Boker's main deal, I believe, was re- retrieving her her hammer. Um, that was kind of the, the stipulation. Um, so I think that was the sticking point for everybody here. Um so I don't know where you've kind of where you, where you've landed on the fence here, uh, Captain McQuaid. Would that have at. gotten pushed to me, or is that something that um, would have been held by? Uh, it's in the armory. It's in the armory. Uh, it's it's in the your armory? yeah. It's your decision, I guess, as to what happens with it. Would would and in the request, would there have been a request to have her get this back? Like, does she really want this back? She's been but, pretty adamant about it. That's her main stipulation, is that she's willing to, to do everything it, else except for the hammer. You are asking her questions. And oh, yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, I try to intimidate Which her, kill. and I, I fail. That's right. Yep. <laughs> that's right. I totally forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, I don't want to kill anyone. Yeah, and then I, it just completely failed. Yeah, so I, I was, I kind of walked out of there in a, in a hurry. So when I would have gotten, like, the paperwork, I suppose, probably from Neil regarding Boker, uh, I would have signed off on it as long as, you know, Boker agreed to the hygiene and, and all those things. Uh, I also would have allowed 
uh, Bulker to have her weapon uh, in her quarters, but it's not part of um, protocol for you know your equipment layout. You can't go walking around the ship while on duty with your with your hammer. So, but aside from that, she can have the weapon back. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, yes, continue on, Commander Beige. Uh, Captain. Yes, Commander. Uh, have you finished the, the paperwork I left on your desk uh, to crewman, related to crewman Boker? I just finished it, actually, and I, I had signed it. I, again, I'm, I'm quite confused as to why you haven't switched over to, uh, you know, digital paperwork yet. Uh, uh, yes, that I required a few weeks ago. We, we, we have digital paperwork as well, but I, I like it, you know... Digital signatures are usually just a squiggle, and I feel like that gives people an excuse to back out if uh, a case ever went to court, for instance. It's just as valid as if I were to sign it with my own hand. Yes, but... Um, last, now on, last... all future paperwork is to be digital. Do you understand? Sorry, you're breaking up there, Captain. As I you said... Are not, I am not breaking up. These do not break up while on ship. Uh, okay. There must be some sort of magnetic uh, disturbance, Captain. Can you repeat? No magnets. Magnets have been banned. <laughs> uh, you know this. Captain, uh, the ship runs off of a, 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 a geomagnetic thermal drive. Yes, that is exactly why magnets are banned from crewmen. Anybody aboard the ship cannot have personal magnets because it interferes with the magnetic coils on the ship. Well, technically, anyone with iron in their blood creates their own magnetic field, and there would therefore would be a magnet. Are you feeling okay, Captain? I am feeling perfectly fine. When you talk about blood, does anybody say that blood is a magnet? No. Magnets are, bl are banned. Blood is fine. Why are I magnets banned suddenly, Captain? I just told you, Neil. If you don't know this, this is something that you need to research yourself. Literally everything in the universe creates its own magnetic field, Captain. Neil, I'm not having this conversation right now. All future okay, paperwork I'll is digital. Have a good day. B -b -b so sorry. 100% magnets are not banned. <laughs> this is this is all just a loaded <laughs> Nothing shit. Nothing would work. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking with them. Uh, I'm, it's at I'm this gonna... point that Captain McQuaid rearranges the magnetic letters that he's got like... <laughs> Yeah. I got him stuck on top of my monitor yeah. and they're like yeah. altering the yeah. hue of the screen. Yeah. He's he like he like rearranges them. It says like Neil is a dick or something like he's got it's those like little magnetic room. letters. He's just oh, changing yeah. them around. It's like on his mini fridge with all of his maple in it. Yeah. <laughs> so when I get the, the digital copy of the paperwork sent, I'm gonna print that out and uh, take it to Boker to sign. Okay. So, so yeah, um, the the, uh, the dot, you have a dot matrix printer. God, um, Neil's recovered. He's he's recovered the uh, specifications for a dot matrix printer for the uh, replicator. Um, yeah, and uh, the the computer. I I feel like you've had to change some of the programming. Like Jimmy, you've had to call Jimmy a few times to change. Some of the uh, some of the prompts that come up for you, Neil. You go through like several waste management prompts for like the amount of paper and stuff that you use. Like you get warnings like on a daily basis. Um, 
and uh, yeah, dot matrix printers and how much waste they consume and everything. Like it's, it's you've gotten several notifications. Um, so it starts flashing. Uh, uh, Mr. Barrington. <clears throat> Namaste, Neil. Uh, yes. Can can you override my uh my waste uh allowance again, please? Uh, I got into trouble last time. And also, I'm still just chilling in my quarters. I don't Jimmy, know if I'm allowed out. On a scale of getting into trouble and uh, literally being arrested and sacked, yeah, for almost killing uh, it, it, important people, uh, and then then causing three of us to spend hours, literally hours, uh, being detained, basically in a room. Uh. Uh, how much trouble did you get in? Well, I'm not gonna do that second one, am I? So, you, you'll override it for me then. Uh, can't you do it? Just... Uh, um, the, the captain has withdrawn my ability to override my waste, um, limits. Uh, well... I he might make me work again if I do that and I'm enjoying my vacation time so I can assure you Jimmy that the captain does not want you to work again I'm gonna just pass just to be safe this one time um what if I um uh, do you like stamps? No. What, what do you like? Are you trying to bribe me? Uh, no. I was just wondering what you liked. Well, I'm sure you can find that in my personnel file. I put it in there for sure. Jimmy, that is a lot of drugs. Um, I think it just works. it just literally says a lot of drugs. <laughs> I mean, I think that's just yeah. written in crayon. <laughs> anyway, I gotta go. I need to do I some good things. No, it sounds too much like work. Later, Neil. Beep. So. Um, uh, Boker, you've been staring like at your hammer. Um, it's been jetator and um, <sighs> happy fun time um, that have uh, brought this in. Um, bro, 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 close your eyes, bro. Wait, what? Close your eyes, bro. All right, dude. Okay, cool. What? What you see? Nothing. <laughs> my world without you bro oh dude oh. why you why you play game close eyes oh it's it's just like uh you know we call yeah guy stuff you know yeah. bro stuff i bro yeah kind of bro broish so i close eyes i see things too uh, what? 
What do you I don't, see? I don't see anything. Yeah, and that's why you're a bro. Bro, okay. Yeah. I mean, you got your eyes closed, bro. You're not going to see anything. Me not, is fun. Me not to call people little anymore, but men who smell very sweet have hairy lip, hairy, hairy lip face. Tell me I get out if I behave. Who's you, talk, who's you talking about? It's the sweet dude. He said he's, he said he captain. Saw so other guys oh. say he's captain, second captain. You guys were, you guys were really confused at first because there is a crew member, Hape Lipface. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would have been weird. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, we, we haven't got any orders. You got any orders, bro? Uh, pfft, no, I got nothing. Sorry, bro-ish. What's no bro-ish? You're, you're, you're like a bro-ish? You're like on probation to be a bro. It's like, here's a bro, here's not a bro. But I'm like, you guys are like, and I'm like... No, we're like up here. Yeah, totally. But I'm here. Will you ask him when I can leave? This gets very small. Nobody brought food. Toilet start to think again. Well, like, we've just been told to watch you. I mean, when they let you out, they'll tell the us. Be the best part is that uh, Perfect Ford is in the toilet right now. <laughs> you just see, like, scuba gear sticking up from the toilet. Like... <laughs> What the bloody hell you idiots talking about? <laughs> He's uh, he, it's not plugged oh. it's not plugged again. He hasn't come out yet. <laughs> no, he left it before. He left. Did he though? Yeah. Cause he had an argument kind of an argument with I wanna say the doctor. But he's back in again, cleaning the toilet out. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so, um what was your name, Big Love? Poker. Right. Just don't shit anymore. When Poker have to poop, Popper, Poker have to poop. Well, look, you have right. to move. You see this? This is a chisel. All right. When when you've got to go. Just cut it up a bit so we can get past the U-bend. Poker not mess with own poop. That's disgusting. That's your job. You've been here two times. It's not my bloody job, love! You come, people say clean it. You've come. I don't... In Where's the captain? I'm the engineer on this bloody shit, you big green bitch! Hmm. <laughs> Broker... Right. Is going to reach in the toilet and try to pull him out. <laughs> pull me out of the Sure. <laughs> Go ahead and give me a strength check. Um, mm -mm -mm, plus your. Mm -hmm. look, don't look at my sheets. Still okay. Uh, I have carrying. <laughs> sure. Go ahead and give me strength plus your carrying. Um, and this is versus the melee defense of um, Perfect Ford. 
Uh, luckily, Peachy does not have his sheet filled out, so this is Woo! automatically a success. You grab perfect forward. <laughs> Booker lifts him up like one handed because he's short. Uh, um, it's your job. Uh, also, where is Captain? I see Boop. And she like turns him to point him at Boop. I see Boop. Right? Boop, not close to me. You keep making toilet clean. Nobody bring food. Nothing gets better. Boker really trying to be nice as Captain requested. You're holding my leg, aren't you? I can see it. <laughs> you're, you're also shaking him around so the shit's getting everywhere, like all over the place. You're looking at boop, but there's poop everywhere. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So you finish job and find Captain. Can one of you idiots bloody do something? Feed it or whatever it needs. Well, I'm, I'm just supposed to make sure it doesn't, it doesn't come out. I think you guys are outside the cell right now trying to do like the Thor thing where you pick up fucking uh, Mjolnir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, bro, try and, do it. try and lift it by yourself, bro. Well, I can't do it. What? Go on, bro. <laughs> no, no, I can't, bro. Okay. Right, okay, okay. I'm going to talk you through this, bro. All right. Left hand on the hammer. Yeah, both hands, right? Right hand on the hammer. Booker sees you trying to lift the hammer and touch it, and she gets right next to the glass and also puts it forward right next to the glass. It's it's an it's an energy field. Or a field, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa. What are they doing? Oh, dude, dude. Uh uh bro ish put the little dude down. It's it's probably not like electrocuting. It's probably like it's, it's probably like a mild static shock. It's flowing through me right now. Tell them to find Captain. What will happen? All right, fine. Just put the plumber down. <laughs> call the cap. Hold on. What touch? What? Uh, Captain? McQuay? Uh, firstly, Weck, did they, are they able to have open comms directly to the captain, or is there certain, like, do certain badges you not would, have... No, you'd get a notification. Um, yeah, you'd get a notification. <laughs> I mean, you could turn your notifications off. Yeah, they no, get it's, routed. it's okay. So it, it beeps, and then yeah, I hear that. Um, uh, yes, this is Captain McQuaid. What's the meaning of this? Uh, sup, cat? Um, I'm. Uh, we're down in the uh, uh the the prison. Uh, does that have fun time? Uh, the prisoner is like uh, angry, wants to which, see you. Which prisoner? Uh, the the big one. What is happening? Uh, uh, the plumber was in the toilet and and now he's not. What plum? We don't have plumbers. Well, plumbers he's not... haven't existed for about two hundred years. What, a cat, somebody was picked out of the toilet. Some, what's, what, look, what do you see right now? Poo, a lot of poo. Boop, boop. There's so much poo, bro. Yeah, I hang up, I hang up. Boop, boop. <laughs> Played to beige. <laughs> Sorry, PG. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes, Captain. 
Really? Uh, what? Do you have any idea what's happening right now with your friend, Boker? Uh, I was just gonna take the paperwork for uh, her to sign so we can get her out of the brig. I feel like right now what's happening is that Neil, um, Neil is probably like shirtless in front of the mirror and he's got like what I feel like the toilet water for Neil has to be something along the lines of like fresh paper or something along something along those lines musty apartment <laughs> freshly bound books <laughs> I was just by Calvin Klein just on my way captain Apparently there's a situation with Boker and our our staff. A situation? Can yes, I'd like you to look into it. I really don't want to have to. Yeah, uh, well, I was just this. on my way anyway, Captain. Okay, well, perfect. Please, please take care of it and let me know what happens. Yes, Captain. Thank you. Boop, boop. Um, yeah, so I think uh, Diplomat Medrin, you've you've kind of finished up your your research. Um, I assume that, uh, you know, the captain has basically asked you to contact him uh, with some kind of solution for all of this um, as soon as possible. Um, I think you've you've finished up at this point. Yeah, I'd probably go to his, uh, go to his ready room rather than comms and because I'm important for a phone call. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'll go there in person, waddling along, and then... Enter. Oh, hello, Captain. Ah, uh, yes, Mr. Medrin. Well, I did uh, some digging, some research, and some reading. Okay. What have you found? I assume your presence here has come with some new information. Yes, well, you see, it's a little bit confusing, Captain. Typically, the way things work when uh, negotiating with a Venetian is, you say, well, it's very much like having a conversation. If you initiate it, then you're expected to push it forward. Now, as far as I can tell, that's exactly what the Boreans are doing. They are pushing forward negotiations, but, well... Well, negotiations aren't happening, you see. So you feel as if there's something awry with the Venetian government? With the Venetians or... There's something else at play, most certainly. I can't say who or what or where, but certainly there's something. Hmm. So you... That does make some sense. What if we keep that in mind when we have the negotiations and sort of see how they go? And I think that's best, honestly, at this point. If we can just get a couple representatives in a room from each and then I can sit down and talk with them, I think. I expect we could get it resolved rather easily. I think there's just something odd has happened and things haven't happened how they're supposed to. So if we come along as a moderator, the man in the middle, if you will, then uh, perhaps we can reset, start over, and this time things will go properly. Hmm. Ideally, well, the Venetians would just like to renew the contract, I imagine, so... 
a meeting has been set. Uh, speaking of that, uh, I'm going to check my my data pad. Have I gotten any reply back from the Venetians and the Boreans saying that they'll attend the meeting? It's been a few. It's been several hours at least since I yeah, said Yeah, um, you have. You've gotten contacted by both uh, both parties. Uh, the Venetian representatives uh, that you've uh, been contacted by, um, members. Uh, members of the seniority, uh, they are representative. Um, these are this is the name of the people that represent the seniority. Mm-hmm. Um, that come from different uh, tribes. Um, there you go, the Krenkentoik. Um, that's the Venetian representatives for the uh, seniority. And their names, um, I'm going to actually paste these um, in the chat. Um, mm, This is uh, information that uh, Theodore will basically parse for you. Um, He breaks down their names uh, that are broken down into tribe, family, and um, uh, like their personal name. Mm-mm-mm. Where'd it go? Yeah, they're 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 tribe, their family, and their given names. Roll twenty. Why you do this? Yes, so you're contacted. Uh, these are the three representatives for the Venetian people that are um, interested in meeting with you. Tayuk Fiyushumi, uh, Meru Shuta Muchu, and Laket Rai Keke Bu. So you can tell that the the you got three different representatives from different tribes, um, and uh, yeah, they're they're these are these are very powerful people um, on Vendelier. They're basically like the ruling uh, groups. They're the leaders of their tribes. Um, the Boreans that have reached out to you. Um, they have much easier names. Um, the owner of the uh, mining establishment. Oops. And uh, their second and third representatives. Uh, Bagaran Biggelwick, Philo Rara Chaka, and. Uh, you a fiddle bunch. These names are amazing. Any of these patrons or others are yours? No, these are mine. No plates, sir. No. 
So those are the people that have reached out to you. Uh, the Venetians have uh, essentially agreed. Uh, both both parties have agreed to meet. Um, uh, and they're interested. Uh, the, the way that you've kind of posed this to them is that you'll uh, have them meet on your ship as neutral ground. Yeah. Uh, now, time-wise, is that has it? Is it the day of the meeting? Because the meeting was set for one o'clock in the afternoon. There's, I think it's the next day. So is is it this? Where the night before the meeting? I guess. Um. Yeah, it would be the night before. Okay. Yep. I'm unfamiliar with these people on this list, but they definitely seem to, or they. I hope they carry the weight to help resolve this dispute. Yeah, I expect the. Neither side expect wants to waste any time, so most likely these are people who can make decisions. But as I said, I'm very confident that we can get this resolved uh, without any real issue. I think it's blown up into something that it's that it's at its core, it's not. Is, do you understand? I do, I, but that that's the issue—the fact that it is gone on for so long and that we've had to step in. Right. I'm it's unfamiliar just, with any previous trade dispute between allied members where an allied ship had to, at least had to intervene and it's, try it's, to settle the dispute. Yes, it, it's very, very uncommon. That's why I think there's something else going on, but uh, I, I can't say... I can't say what. That would... That it's uh, hmm. beyond the scope of my responsibilities, you see. Very well. What sort of approach um, should we take? I, I have a few ideas as to why they should stop, but I'm not always the most tact with such things. Well, uh, honestly, with negotiations, anything like this, it's all about what what they want and realistically what they can have. So ideally, mm. I'd like to sit them down and just ask them very forthright what it is that they want and what they want to happen. Mm. And once we have that down, then, then we can be the, the, the moderator in the middle and just say, well, this is reasonable, this is not. And, and just point out some of the some of the things. That's just, that's our responsibility in all of this. Hmm. Just to, uh, both sides are very charged. Well, uh, I, I assume they are. The fact that we have to step in is testament yes, to that. So they're often not thinking clearly or in their own best interest. It's it, it it sometimes becomes well. What can I do to 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 hurt my opponent or, or or to weaken their position rather than what can I do to take negotiations forward? That's that's where people like myself come in. Hmm. Uh. Well, I'm confident that we'll get the result that we want. Um. Hopefully, there is no underpinnings here um, that you're getting the feeling of nothing going on behind the scenes because that is not something that I really up for handling right now but if it happens it happens and we'll deal with it if we need to um, but the thing is is that there's so much at risk with this if this goes south I mean a tear between two major allied members members of the alliance yes, just... yes. and it would be very bad and there are other forces who would see such of a, a rift as an opportunity and it could lead to, to further complications yes we do need to tread carefully but uh, i don't think we need to worry too much both uh, parties here at the end of the day are somewhat reasonable 
and uh, they both benefit from from things uh, going well after all very well uh, do a little bit of research on the, these six people I'll see what I can find as well and uh, meet me uh, about 11 o'clock tomorrow morning the hours before they come aboard and we'll sort of discuss what we found and take it from there uh, very very well very well I'll, uh, I'll do that uh, this evening hmm. perfect um, is there anything else well let me think uh, uh, not really perhaps maybe just some I don't, I, don't know, I don't know if you have regular training for your staff here it's just that it wasn't the most easy experience spending time down on Windelier with your commander and that other fellow Daniel I think his name was he mm. wore a fedora for Christ's sakes captain who wears a fedora it was approved I mean well I know well I guess it's not really in your scope to worry about fashion sense but good lord well, that, that, that'll be all, Captain. Thank you. I'll be on my way now. Very well, Mr. Major. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Yep, well, good day to you. Good day. <laughs> head back to my, uh, head back to my chambers. And I'm just going to start researching. Just if there's anything on file, um, like in our military records on these names. Okay. Um... Captain McQuaid, I would like you to roll me. Mm-hmm. I want you to roll me logic plus computers, please. Logic and computers. Sounds good. A 25. 25 on a 66. Okay. Um, whilst you're doing a search, mm-hmm. um, learning a little bit more about uh, what Diplomat Medrin has has told you about here, um, something is nagging at the back of your mind, and you don't know what it is. It's one of those things that's just bothering you, and you don't know why and you're not sure but it's like after you've gone through the searching you're staring at the computer with this kind of awful feeling like there's even less than what would be there for like an average person in that position it's just there's nothing there or what's there is just so basic and no and it's nothing to do with that it's like you do your research you've kind of caught up with yourself in terms of like what's going on with the venetians you investigate what Diplomat Medrin talked about and the various different, um, the, the things that he looked up, the instances of the, uh, various, um, uh, occasions where the negotiations took place in a very similar way and, and how they proceeded and there wasn't really that much of a, of a, uh, conflict. Um, but there's, after doing it, it's one of those things like you're missing something. And you can't quite place it. 
It's just nagging in the back of your head. Okay. Was there anything specific while I was searching that was like the one trigger that was just like, this is a thing? No. Or just, just, just the fact that these it, negotiate that this has just been ongoing for so long and it's just so out of the ordinary. That's the big, that's the big flag. No, it's something, it's something, it's like one of those gut feelings that you have as a captain, like something is off. I got you. And you can't peg it down as to what it could be. <laughs> Very well. Uh, but yeah, after going over the notes and, and everything for, let's say, a good few hours into the late hours of the night, uh, I'm going to head to sleep if there's no one comsing me or anything like that. Okay. Yep, and uh, that's my... Okay. Uh, Commander Beige, how do you resolve things with Boker? Um, so, since I couldn't get um, the the limits lifted on my paper, um, I've just got it on a tablet, and I'm walking into the brig. Okay, you walk in. You see... Um, you see Happy Fun Time and Jetator trying to lift up this hammer. They're each trying to trade off doing it one hand. Uh, and they're making these strange poses. Crewman, uh, fun, fun time? Oh, thank God you're here. Come help. I, we can't lift it. You're not supposed to touch that. I gave express orders that you're not supposed to touch it. Did he? See, other captains say, don't touch. Stop touch. Uh, Boker. You're supposed oh. to get me out of here. Yeah, I've just, I've just come to get, could you put him down? Oh, sorry. I got distracted by them touching boop. Sorry. There's shit little... everywhere. It's your job. It's not my bl- you've, um, been, you've been two times to do this job. Why do you do this job if it's not a job? I've never experienced anyone who shits as much as you. It's like having a herd of wildebeests. Other captain, why am I not out of this right. jail with poop man? Why? Uh, could you could you lower the uh, the force field, please? Uh, back to not Oh, uh, yeah, sure, fine. Got there first. <laughs> Number one, bro. Uh, okay. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, bro, just push the button, dude. <laughs> oh, I thought I made noise. Sorry. Dude. Okay. <laughs> Trying to like match the noise that the shield the <laughs> shield makes when it comes down. Oh, we should totally get it voice activated. That'd be cool. Oh. Uh, yes. Uh, right. uh, the smell uh, this... instantly wafts into. <laughs> Boker ignores you, starting conversation, and walks straight to Boop. And grabs. Uh, you you are going to need to sign this before um, and okay all the things before the captain will allow you to pick, pick that up like you just have done. What sign? What 
What this? Uh, right here. One hand grasping the, sh- the massive shaft of this hammer. I'm, I'm going to take an executive decision and just... Because no one else can seem to carry that. You, you grab that and we'll go to somewhere that doesn't smell of poo. And uh, we'll go over the paperwork. Okay? I don't... I don't smell... But okay. What paperwork, though? What... Well, it's not paperwork. It's on the tablet. It's a contract that you need to agree to. Does uh, contract it... say me no prisoner anymore? Yes. Okay, let's go. Right. Um, uh, Kuma Ford, can you clean that up? See your job. Your job, see? Not my fucking... I closed the force field. (laughs) (laughs) Hate my life. I thought head engineer. engineer. Mother would be so proud of me. No one cleaning (laughs) shit. This is my life now. <laughs> I kind of want Jimmy back. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take Boker to uh, the quarters that the, I'd already previously arranged. The, the best part is you could totally just order somebody else to do it. Oh. But for some reason, you have decided to take this upon yourself. Head of engineering. <laughs> it's not management material. I, I, I believe the captain actually ordered him to clean the toilet, and now he's on toilet cleaning duty. I don't think he did. Someone <laughs> did. Someone ordered um, Perfect Ford to come and clean it. Because there's no him. way I would have done that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I just. <laughs> uh, yeah, and. Right, if you'd like to follow me. <laughs> There are some stipulations that you need to... Uh, what stipulations? Yes. Ducking uh, <laughs> through doorways. <laughs> that is rather a lot of poo. Other ship at Mopo that is... Like shaking her foot off. <laughs> Just goes everywhere. <laughs> so one of those stipulations... Crew members like... <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry. It's in my mouth. <laughs> One of the stipulations the Almonds? Is that... <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> uh... I don't remember eating corn. I <laughs> <laughs> got Bobby. Got him. <laughs> got him. Yeah. One of the stipulations is that you must bathe at least once a week. Other ship? Well, I'll, I'll try. Yeah. Other ship doesn't really uh, matter anymore because this is the bigger, better ship. It is bigger ship, better. Yes. <laughs> right. Uh, this is your. These are your quarters. Uh, if you just do that with your hand, it'll scan your your ident. Yeah, there's there's two other people that are in here, uh, in their I in their swear, hot box. If they played by me, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think uh, I think this is going to be where um, Modo. Modo. Oh no. Yeah, I think Modo's <laughs> in here. 
So like during this whole time, uh, I and like so like the fact that I'm a changeling and nobody knows, I'm up on my top bunk, uh, and when Boker came in, the scent was just ridiculous. I straight up just sealed my nose off, <laughs> and then I just I just went back to like to just listen to my music. Use the just the private room for paperwork. What? She just points her hammer up at the guy. Uh, yes. Uh, we, we, we're going to have to, um, put you in a share room. This is Crewman Moda, who is also new to the, the crew roster. Uh, Crewman Moda? You hear music coming. Crewman Moda! Device on my head. Get the music, it's a little louder. Crewman Moda! If you second captain, why you let him ignore you like this? Pull the thing up. Yeah. Uh, What's wrong with your face? You okay? You can't see my face. I'm looking away. Uh, Just saying you're looking away and looking at me doesn't isn't the same thing. I'm literally looking at the wall, though. Right. This is your new uh, crew uh, bunkmate. Okay. Is that Uh, all? This is. No. Yeah, I turn, turn, like I sit up and I'm kind of just like covering my face a little bit. And we'll just look down. Um, so why do you need to tell me? I already know that Boker's here. Right. Well, I thought I'd give you an introduction. Hi, I'm Boda. But then I just put my head set back on and fly did back you, down. Did you say Mono? Uh, Modo. Modo. Yes. Um, crewman Modo, uh, usually on duty, or, or, or just Modo went off duty. Modo going to need top bunk. I'll crush top bunk. Are you on the top bunk? Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, yes. Now, um, I guess I'll just read out the stipulations. Um, There's one which is the same one three times. The captain was very adamant about this. Uh, You are not to kill any crew members. I don't want to kill crew members. Okay. Intentionally, okay. Close enough. Um, Agrees. Uh, The bathing, you agree to the bathing once a week. Which I think today might be that that day. <laughs> what what were the other stipulations that you specifically asked for? Oh, <laughs> the biggest one is the hygiene, and, and other than that, just to to adhere to just regular oh, the regular weapon as well. The weapon too. Yeah, they can't oh, use right. the weapon. Yeah, they got to uh, use regular. Yeah. And you're not allowed to use uh, you. You are allowed to have boop around, but you cannot carry it around the ship whilst doing your duties. What duties do Boker have to do? Uh, well, I don't know the ins and outs of what you will have to do. That would be up to uh, Commander Weiler. Um, but you uh, you will be under her command. But if Boker have to fight, Boker need boop. Uh, yes, but you don't... You put Cat in the room. Oh... Oh, that's the medical officer. She stinks. <laughs> I think that might actually be y- you. Boker smell like Boker. 
yes, but now you have to smell like a crew member. These aren't my stipulations. Uh, the captain specifically requested these. I like it just the way you are. <laughs> so Booker have to leave Hammer with Monomodo. He'll protect Hammer. I look over to where Modo is. Is he just facing the wall? Just not. Yeah, I'm like I'm like lying on my side, facing the wall, listening to music. Yeah. Um, but while you are performing your duties, uh, you won't be fighting when you're 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 doing the military stuff. So uh, you wouldn't need boot. Why are you military no fight? Um. Well, we we don't really just stand around and fight. You don't practice fight. Uh. Well, yeah, I believe they do practice fight, but. They'd probably use practice weapons rather than a, a giant, big, heavy hammer like that. You don't have big, heavy weapon. Don't practice so much and don't fight. Boker, yeah. gl Boker glad you asked Boker to help. Oh, th th thanks. I, um, I, I, um, th thanks. Look, our, right. Why did why face turn red? Uh, warm, very warm in here. Very, it's warm, isn't it? Warm? Do you think it's warm? I think it's warm. Well, could feel fine. Yeah, very warm. She like bangs the side of the bed at Moto. Yeah, I'm just like without looking, I just like swat your hand. It's just. Are you warm? No. Okay. Right. And uh, if you'd like to uh, sign here, she's just gonna touch it. Poker's never. Right. Thank you. And um. Uh. About right. We're uh, all I guess I happy faces. <laughs> James for the emojis. Yeah. <laughs> Four crewmen that like share rooms, like you know, like hot no bunks. Room. Yeah, there's hot. three. There's three hot bunks per room, and there's three shifts basically. There's like lockers in every room where uh, you guys put your stuff in, um, but you share beds basically um, with people. There's three shifts. Two beds, three shifts. Yeah. No, no, no. Three beds, three shifts. Oh, there's three beds. Yeah, okay. so there's essentially nine so people that share a room. There isn't, um, there, there's not like a shower or anything. They'd have like a, a part of the ship to go. Yeah, there's, there's, there's crew bathrooms and showers. Absolutely. Uh, right. Um, you okay? That's all. You're welcome aboard. I put my hand up to shake your hand. And she'll shake and she'll. Bro? 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 Bros and Brig jump to each other and bro. Oh. And she does um, it at Neil. Neil? Uh, uh, what's your melee defense? <laughs> <laughs> My melee defense is. Uh... Boker, please hey. roll me. Please Ten. roll me, yeah, Boker. Please roll me your strength, uh, plus brawling if you've got oh it. 
plus broing. No, no broing. I do have animal handling. Does that count? <laughs> Listen, what you guys do behind closed doors is between you. I don't need to know. Uh, a seven? How did you get a seven? Oh my god. Okay, a seven on a three d six. Yeah, it's better than last time. That's so, all I'm saying. so Neil, um, there's a there's a moment of glee when you see Boker approaching, and you just kind of. It's like slow motion. You just open your arms out, and it's like, it just, you don't get like knocked onto the floor or knocked back or anything. Okay. Bro, you bro now. Okay. Uh, okay. It's hard to breathe. Back to what you wiped it off your face. You're like, you're like trapped between abdominal <laughs> muscles. There's like the, like two abdominal muscles. You know. Uh-huh. She'll like, she'll like grab him and like pull. Do you need more paperwork? Uh, I need a cold shower. Uh, I, I mean, you need to go. Uh, <clears throat> right. Uh, allow me to show you to the, the the bathing area where you will have to bathe. She'll bang on the side of the bunk. Mono modo. I take my headset off. I grab my pack. I put my headset in my pack. I hop down off the bunk. I walk out the door. Who gonna watch him right now? I quit. Uh, yes. See you tomorrow. I feel like every time <laughs> I see you, you're like, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh, it'll be perfectly safe in here. I, I could put, do you want to put a note on it? Uh, I've got, a, there's a notepad there and a pen. You, you want me to put a note on Hammer for some say, do not touch property of uh, Boker. Have you put on there, no touch or smash by Boker. No touch or smash no. by Boker. But, no. No. Yeah. Right. Uh, if you'd like to follow me, I'll show you where the, the shower facilities are. Do you... Do you have, um, no, you probably wouldn't, um, aboard, aboard the, the Ogeron ship, um, did you have items to, like, uh, clean, uh, shampoo, soap? When, when, when Ogeron on other ship, but I, I was prisoner on other ships, so there was not really showers for us. But not, don't, you just wipe and wash, just wipe it off, so. Yeah. Well, you said, well, right, so this is, uh, this is, uh. So you, so you take her to the, to the sort of shower area, Actually, which is. I want to take it to the, um, um, the, fuck. Replicator. Yes, replicator. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, you push that, and then you ask what you want. So push that there and ask for um, soap and shampoo. Did you push it. Soap and shampoo. She please. just she just like puts her whole palm like on the <laughs> on the replicator button like. 
Like, just pushes 12 buttons at once. <laughs> you hear like a... Brum, brum, brum. Uh, yeah, no, right. Command uh, not recognized. Use use uh, your pointer and just push that one button, not all the buttons. This one, this button. That, yes, that one there. Pushes five buttons at once. <laughs> just... <laughs> Right, try 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 the the pinky. It's a thinner the thinner thing, yeah, and then command just not that recognized. Button. You push button. Beep. And pull and so please. Right. See uh, like little hotel bottles of shampoo and soap. Right. Grab them, and just down the hallway is the the shower. Area. So the way that the shower works is straight out of Starship Troopers, I think. Um, it just looks like that sort of communal shower area. You, I got to shower with that one. Oh, is that how they do it here? Right. Come on, to Wyler. Yes! Yes, Commander uh, Mage! What uh, can I I'm do just, for you? I'm just showing the new uh, recruits uh, around. Um, new recruits, sir! Yes. Uh, Crewman Boker. It's the Ogeron that we took. Sir? Yes? Uh, uh, sir, I'm sorry. I, uh, the captain spoke to me about this briefly, but I, I thought it was a joke. Uh, it's, it's no, definitely not a joke. Sir? Yeah. How, how can we let this Ogron aboard the ship? I don't uh, understand. Every species could be a valuable member to the Alliance. But sir, she was part of the, the, the pirates that we boarded. Uh, well, technically, um, Commander Wilder, she was uh, a prisoner of the prisoners we took on board. Very well, sir. What are you chewing? Shall I interrogate the new recruit? Uh, no. Are you no. sure, sir? Yes, no interrogation. There's actually already been questioning by the science department and... The Why was I not involved, sir? If I may ask. Uh, I believe it was <laughs> a science experiment, uh, Commander Wala. A science exper... Sir, that is very peculiar, sir. Uh, I mean, science is ma magical sometimes. Just dead silence for like a second. Right. Sir. Um, the reason I'm, I'm I'm calling is are all the Marines showers congregate communal? Of course, sir. But people would see you when you're naked. I don't understand, sir. What is the problem? Do you we're um right? We're just cleaning ourselves, sir. Yes, but all 
all the bits are out. Bits? Yes, uh, the, um, penises and vaginas. Why is that a problem, sir? Uh, well, it's... Sir, are you intimidated, sir? By penises and vaginas? I don't see how that's relevant. I'm just trying to understand why you why you have a problem with it, sir. Well, shower time is... A... Where I'm from, we often sniff each other's bottoms when we are showering. Yes, I do remember your first month on board. Was a little awkward. Uh, right. Well, I'm I'm about to show Crewman Boker where apparently everyone bathes at once with with the penises. Uh... And Sir, you are I, very concerned with penises. There's a lot of... Look. I... I just wasn't expecting a communal shower. Sir, you have been here for... For several months now. I, I don't understand. Well, I don't usually come down here with the marines. The... the the bros are a bit scary. What would you like me to do about it, sir? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, uh, everyone's okay with the communal sh showering. So we've literally had no complaints, sir. This is standard operating procedure aboard these ships. Right. Uh, okay. Just. Just penises everywhere. Pajanas. So it's unisex as well. Is someone harassing you about the size of your penis, sir? Uh, no! I, well, no! No! Why? No one's, no one's seen my penis! I sir, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't understand why this is happening. I thought there was some sort of mistake and I've gone to the wrong place. But apparently this is how you do things. <laughs> how you do things around here. Um, right, well, I, I will, uh, you will have to give your orders to, uh, uh, Boker. Uh, perhaps, uh, watch the PSA on, um, Ogrons, uh, which is on the system. Uh, they can be a little... So they're not really subtlety isn't truly that if you watch the PSA it'll be fine uh yes very well sir I will watch all videos that are required about penises but, uh, no, there isn't there, I don't think there's a penis p PSA so which PSA should I watch, sir? The Ogron one. Ogron PSAs. Yes, sir. Yes. Right. Ah. Uh, uh, come on. Beige out. Boker's already, like, wandered off to, like, the shower heads and, like, trying to figure out how to squeeze under them. Because they're pretty <laughs> short. Which is, like, they're pretty tall, actually. There's there's several tall crew members. Okay. 
Okay. Um, so they definitely would shoot up a bit. There's Are like there little people in the bathing area right now. Let's find out. <laughs> okay, that's a cocked die. Let's try that again. Uh, no, they're not. Right. Um, so uh, the way that the, the showers work is they're like they're like set up in little groups of four. The shower heads stick up from the uh, showers to aim down. They're like little like half stalls. So there's like small separating walls, I guess, to make sure that the water doesn't splash into the other areas. Uh, yeah, I, I was told that apparently communal penis showers are standard procedure. Poker uh, so, don't see penis, but okay. I'm, I'm showers. I definitely said showers. It, uh, humidity. So Bokor need to bathe. Yes. Stay on. Okay. And she'll walk behind the wall and just start taking off belts and stuff. Uh, uh um, I, 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 if Commander Wala will come and see you, and I'll just... Okay. There's like a, there's like a camera shot where we just see Boker's ankles and silhouette, like the camera's <laughs> down low, and like, there's like a millisecond of Neil like, like turning his head, like slow, super <laughs> slow motion. No, um, I'm turning away. Yeah, yeah I know. Turning. I know, turning away. I will, yeah, cool. Goodbye. We just oh, see like dirty clothes hit the floor. Thud. Thank God there's nobody else in the shower room because like the stank that is about to come off of Boker. <laughs> <laughs> I've currently fixed that. <laughs> Must you might go, might need to go poop man to come. Oh, uh, yes, poop. Uh, I mean, come forward. Oh, oh, bye. 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 <laughs> there one little like sprig of bit hair. <laughs> yeah, you got a little bit of hair and this entire bottle of shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> Smell horrible. It's like lilacs or something. No, it's probably yeah, yeah, it's that. probably like vanilla. <laughs> like it's just like a very plain scent because you guys didn't make any specifications. It's like generic, like vanilla shampoo. <laughs> oh, um, okay. Okay. Yeah. So um, I think we kind of wrap up the day here. Uh, we move on to the next day. It is the uh the meeting day um we'll say it's just before the meeting maybe uh maybe you guys are kind of finishing up lunch etc it's uh probably uh you know about noon uh, as far as ship time is concerned well, um, i would certainly have tried to make a lunch date with the captain yeah, we were going to meet around 11, so... Uh, and I would have gotten up, like, I would have set my alarm to get up, like, really early. I was probably be up maybe, like, 5.30, 6 a.m., like, old man hours. Is that a personal attack, Bobby? Is that what's happening um, right now? I mean, well, I didn't... I didn't end it that way, if, you if you're taking it that way, I mean... I'm not... um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm up really early. Really, really early. And one thing I would have done um, early... Because I'm like the fact that something seems off and I can't wrap my head around it, I don't like that. I typically can logic out an issue. I can usually put my finger on the problem, but with this I can't. Um, so I write up a quick report um, to Admiral Bruce 
uh, with just some like I I forward Admiral or I forward the Admiral just like the notes that we researched on the on the six names, uh, and then at the end I would just attach like a quick note for myself, just sort of stating that um, something seems off. I'm not quite sure what it is. The fact that uh, this dispute has gone on for as long as it is is an extreme outlier um, in in society between these two, or just in general society for the, the Venetians. And I'm not quite sure what's going to happen, but just prepare for anything. Like, I'm not sure what to expect. Um, but other than that, um, I would just be going over the notes that morning. So whenever Theodore would have gotten in touch with me, I would have uh, been awake and on the go. Okay. Yeah. So. Um... Oh, one thing I would have done, I would have made sure that the channel was uh, secured, like the line of the of tele, like the of the communication was like actually secured. Okay, um, so uh, I'm sorry, uh, I must have tuned out when uh, when you and Theodore were talking earlier. Um, the uh, you were investigating the specific people involved in the diplomatic relations. Yeah, just getting some. Okay. We're just getting My some bad. background and stuff on them, okay. just to uh, just to see who they are. All right. So let me do that then, uh, real quick. Uh, so the background that you get on these people, um, we'll start going one at a time. Uh, so the representatives from uh, Vendelier, uh, from tribe uh, Shayuk. Uh, Meru and Dakhet, um, you get uh, basically very different backgrounds. Um, Shayuk is a sort of very well-known uh, Venetian tribe that is looked at as highly respected highly um diplomatic um they are seen as like very reasonable as a tribe i don't think you get any specific info on each on any of these people individually um these are uh these are the representatives of the seniority um a lot of them go by their tribe's reputation, and they embody their tribe's reputation. A lot of the members of the tribe follow their example. So when you hear information about a tribe, these are the people that embody those ideals. Those, are, these are the, these are the the um, the the sort of pinnacle of these people, um, and. Shumi, Fayu, Shayuk. Um, she is seen as one of the most level-headed, I guess, out of the seniority. She's uh, extremely diplomatic. She's sent on a lot of these sort of missions. Okay. Um, next up, uh, from tribe Meru, uh, Shuta Muchu. Uh, he is seen as, uh, I guess, more confrontational. Um, 
as a member of the the Meru tribe. Um, they are aggressive for Venetians. Um, from tribe Daket, uh, it's spelled Laket, but it's pronounced Daket. Um, is Rainkike Boo or Hugh. Um, and he is seen as, um, they generally stay very neutral and they try to stay out of, uh, various tribal, um, confrontations. It's odd that this person is joining this, um, meeting. The tribe in general, the Darchet tribe, usually stays out of these kinds of matters. They're usually kind of isolated. Um, it is peculiar that they are joining today's session. As far as the Borean representatives, you get very little information for the Borean representatives. Um, the only person that you get any information about is Bogarin Bigelwick, the owner of the mining operations here on Shoku. Um, Bagarin is a, um, grizzly old Borean. Um, one of the oldest male Boreans that is, I guess, in the spotlight, I guess, for, uh, the Borean peoples. Um, Boreans generally live, like, pretty long lives, not nearly as long as Venetians, um, but when you think of, like, the pinnacle of cantankerous old man, Bagarin is, uh, is that person. Um, takes a lot of risks, um, from what you can see. Had, like, a, a series of major, um, life choices that have happened that have propelled this Borean to... Uh, extremely wealthy, um, and the 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 most profitable venture has been this mining uh, establishment here on Shoku. This was the the one of the most successful deals that the Boreans have ever made, um, and uh, that this person has ever made. The other two you have almost no information about. Um, from what you can see, they are employees of Bagarin. Uh, Vimorison asks a good question. Do we have a picture of these two races? So, uh, they're kind of like, Venetians are kind of like, uh, bald, uh, space elves. A little bit shorter. Um, than your average human. Um, they have pointed ears, hairless bodies, um, and they're sort of like a cross between elves and Vulcans. Um, the Boreans are like space dwarves. Uh, they're either red or blue, um, depending on what clans they come from, um, and they have sort of these bony... Um, flattened protrusions that uh, come from their from their skulls. 
sort of stocky short. Yeah, well, yeah, so I would have brought this information or as much as I had to the meeting with the captain. Yeah, this is kind of like the uh, the uh, amalgam of information that you guys have gotten, both of you put together. I mean, it's both useful and also not useful. I don't see why Dahet have sent someone that's a little unusual. Well, the thing that I'm, or that stands out to me from your research is the fact that Bagrin, as old as he is, he did the previous agreement on Shoku, and it seems, says right here that is one of his most successful deals. If I'm assuming that they would be fine with just renegotiating the same deal. Um, one thing I did notice as well while I was uh, researching the military files last evening was... Uh, that's just the thing. There was nothing really off. It's just something seems strange. And the inclusion of the laquette, they don't typically da, include da, themselves. Yeah. Laquette, da, how do you pronounce it uh, again? Daquette. Daquette. I'd write that down. Uh, da? Yes, da. Yes, they typically don't include themselves in these negotiations, so I'm very interested to see what their representative has to say tomorrow, and if they lead the agreement, or lead the, uh, mm. the discussion. Uh, yes, and, and this, this mining agreement has been most profitable for the Boreans. I don't know why they're kicking up a fuss. Even if they took a slight uh, loss in negotiations. It's not exactly the end of the world for them. They maybe even got the better end of the deal the first time around. Well, it's possible that the Venetians have changed their stance on the whole ordeal. We'll find that out tomorrow. It, actually, within a few hours. So. Mm, yes, I have some theories, but they're rather far-fetched, so we'll see how it goes. Sometimes uh, something just comes up and shakes things up a little. I guess we'll find out when everyone gets here. I've been around for quite some time, and if something catches my eye, there's usually something to it. So keep your eyes open and uh, pay attention to the little details, and hopefully we can make some sense of this. As well, hopefully being here somewhere neutral with a neutral moderator, we can just iron everything out. <laughs> That's the hope of things. Very well. Maybe just in case, I assume we'll have security nearby. Well, we'll have, the ship will be under typical operating circumstances. Uh, in the meeting yesterday with the senior officers, I, I did give them the order to make sure that everything was in tip-top shape, that the ship was cleaned, and... Mm -hmm. I just feel a little more comfortable personally if we had guards by the door, and I assume the... Uh, the representatives also would just you know it, it helps make people feel special well how about this um we will meet you don't have to be in the room just nearby hmm. well you should we safe and protect the delegates when they arrive on board oh absolutely yes yes well do you want to do the majority of the talking up front i i, I feel that uh it may show or it may give us some sort of uh, edge against the Venetians, at least from what I know of the Venetians. Yes, yes, yeah, as long as you're present, that'll, that'll be fine. I can take the lead. Hmm. Perfect. And the names as well. I, I'll do my best with the pronunciation, but uh, it's not really my, my forte. Uh, 
all else failing, you can just uh, refer to them as our honored friends uh, from Bendelier uh, or our honored representatives. It's much easier. Just say something nice about them and in a title, and uh, they'll forget about the name. I can do that. That's no issues. Yes. Yeah, tips from the best. That's all you get here, Captain. So I, uh, I'm i feeling a little hungry. I'm going to head off and grab something to eat. I'll meet you at the, tra- the transport room um, about 1230. Yes. <sighs> yeah, that should do. That should do. Not a problem. I'll see you there, Captain. Very well. Yeah. So I'm just going to walk off, grab something to eat, and I'll end up heading there. Yeah, I'm going to go groom. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, you guys uh, head off to uh, do some preparations for the meeting. Meeting time rolls around. Um, the I guess the, the way that the uh, procedure works here is that... Um, uh, you know, you're sort of contacted by the ships. So, uh, RA-9, uh, the communications pl- uh, display kind of lights up. Uh, you are getting hailed uh, by the Borean ship um, Mother's Milk. That's the okay. Yeah. Uh, d- defy, I'm um, Swedish, define hailed. Hailed is communication, like they're they're All sending right. they're sending a hello. Mm. Like right. sending someone uh, a really old dead fish, like a, a four-year-old dead fish with a male, but it's digital. Mm. That's, yeah. That's, I'm sorry, yeah. you're too far from the microphone. Uh, Captain. Yes, yeah, sorry. We're, we're being hailed. Uh, perfect. Put them through. <laughs> Yes, this is Captain Braxton McQuaid. Hello there. Yes, uh, with whom am I speaking to? Oh, hi there, uh, Alliance feller. Uh, this is Bagarin Bigelwick. Ah, uh, Mr. Bigelwick. Are you, you call ready me to... do, Did you just call me a what now? Um, Mr. Bigelwick. Oh, I thought my ears are going. Oh, no. I thought I heard something else. Well, my ears are going as well, so I can relate there. So, are we doing this or not? Yep, absolutely. Whenever you're ready to be aboard, we have a party ready for you. All right, we're ready for you to lower your shields and we'll transport over in just a wee bit. Very well. Yeah, I look to... uh... So I would be in the teleportation room at this point. I would just look to the science or the officer working the um, the control panel, and I would just give them the nod to drop shields to initiate time for the transport. Okay. Um, Zebu, uh, well, it'd be Weiler, actually. Uh, Weiler drops the shields. Um, who is operating the transporter right now? All right, Captain. Very well. Does I didn't have to be perfect for it. I was <laughs> asking. <laughs> yes, Crewman Ford, lower the shields and initiate transport. I don't think Crewman Ford knows how to delegate. <laughs> <laughs> 
He just... <laughs> well, this needs to be done. <laughs> running around the ship at turbo speed. Uh, right. Uh, yep. Uh, shields loaded. From the shitter to the shield. <laughs> <laughs> That's the episode. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, crewman Ford, uh, you go ahead and give me a, go ahead and give me a computers plus your logic, please. Oh, look at that. Still no sheet there for Crewman Ford. That would probably just be logic. I don't think he'd have computers. So, 46 there. Okay. Uh, a 14 uh, is enough for a standard kind of transport ship to ship. That's no problem. It's not like you're trying to... Sp- choose specific people to transport to a specific room while simultaneously transporting another group of people to a different room. Causing an international incident. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you see a sort of very wide-looking dwarf covered in a uh, patchy-looking trench coat, and uh, you can see several different kinds of wrenches sticking out of his belt. Um, he's got a big, bushy, white beard. Think of a miniature Hagrid. Um, this is kind of what you're looking at as, um, you see Bagarin, uh, Bigglewick, um, appear before you. He is flanked by, uh, two other Boreans. Um, you see a blue and a red Borean. Uh, Bagarin himself is blue. Uh, blue skin, big white bushy beard. His blue skin is very muted, though. It's sort of turned a bit gray. Uh, and he's covered in wrinkles and such. Uh, I think um, his his uh, his beard is just wild and unkempt. Um, if you saw him on the street, you would assume that he is probably homeless. Um, he is not wearing any fineries whatsoever. Uh, he looks to be covered in grease, various places across his face and in his beard. Um, and yeah, he's got he's got a bunch of wrenches on him of various size, all stuffed in a very rudimentary-looking leather belt uh, that's bunched around his significantly rotund waist. All right, my lovers. Yes, welcome aboard, Mr. Bigglewick. All right, me lovers. Hello and welcome, to Master Bigglewick, to the Explorer. He raises right. an eyebrow at you. Oh, the right one. You. It's uh, good to see you there, me lover. I expect a little bit more enthusiasm next time when I'm greeted. You know how old I am. My apologies. I will try my best. Uh, it's still adjusting to uh, to, uh, to to the Borean fashion of speaking. Uh, I'm glad I have such a such a wise teacher uh, attending this day, sir. 
So welcome aboard. Uh, this way. He's looking around and he says, he, you can see he leans into one of the other Boreans. Hardly any panels showing. I don't know if I like this place. Uh, as we're walking towards the uh, the room that we're meeting in, like, does the ship look like it's been fully overhauled and cleaned and it's looking in oh, tip-top yeah. shape? Yeah, yeah the Boreans look very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I just lead them in and, and, and sit them down. Uh, Hardly any grease. How do they function? Mm. Uh, we'll be with you shortly. There's some refreshments there on the table. Oh, uh... Any, uh, is there any, uh, do you have any alcohol, you know, just to get the negotiations started the right way? Oh, I'll see to getting negotiations started the right way. You need not worry. And then, uh, there will be plenty of, of food and beverage or to your taste uh, when we celebrate the successful negotiation. And I don't expect that to be very long. It shouldn't be a problem. Well, as long as them Venetians there are happy to open their minds to the possibilities of a new contract, they've been very unwilling to compromise. As well. Well, we'll get to that in time. For now, uh, relax and uh, make yourself comfortable. And uh, when the Venetians arrive, we'll we'll get straight to it. Could you use one of them fancy replicators that we saw on the way for a nice bottle of turnip alcohol? Could go uh, I... for a nice big root. Yeah, I'll see if we can get someone working on that for you. Uh, we'll return shortly, and then we we shall begin. <sighs> you see him, like, blow up the mustache or his beard, and, like, you know, wiggles a bit. Uh, Captain uh, McQuaid, are you just kind of, uh, are you staying here, or what's the deal? Are you going, are you... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going with... Uh... With, with Theodore back to the uh, teleport room to get the Venetians as well. Yeah. Okay. You um, seem reasonable, wouldn't you say? Well, I'm more so worried about the Venetians, to be honest. I'm terribly afraid that I'm going to mispronounce a name. Well, uh, just call them honored friends. Hmm. It's much easier. Well, that's what I'll do. Uh, did they send word? Are they arriving soon? Well, they should have should be hailing shortly. I know the Venetians are quite punctual. Yes, typically very punctual. Yeah, so um, it wouldn't have been long after uh, RA nine. You get another uh, hail from the uh, Venetians. Uh, from the Venetians, uh, the ship is going by the name of. Uh, Shayuk uh, Splendor. Captain, you're getting a hailing from the Venetians. Yes, from the Shayuk Splendor. Put it through our eyes. Yes, this is Captain Braxton McQuaid. We have arrived. Perfect. Are you ready for transport? 
We are waiting presently. Very well. We'll only take a moment. Boop, boop. Uh, Prefect Ford. Lower shields and beam them aboard. I don't, I don't know if she was a beach security boat. Yes, Captain. Uh, same roll. Oh, they did. They did. Okay. Um, a 46 on the transport and an 8. So. Does he get an extra D6 because I gave him an order to do it? Yes. Save it, please. Please. Good. <laughs> An additional three. Okay. Um, so, uh, Crewman Ford, you go to activate the transporter. And um, you are going through fine. Everything's working fine as far as you're concerned. Um, it's at this point that a series of things happens. Number one, RE9, at the same time as this is happening, um, you get a message back from Narwin, from uh, Admiral Narman Bruce uh, for Captain Braxton McQuaid. Um, it's marked urgent, and... Um, it says uh, it says classified on it. Uh, Captain? Yes, all right. It seems there is a message from Norman Bruce for you. Admiral Norman Admiral. Bruce. Um, it okay. seems urgent. Oh, put it through right away. <laughs> yeah, I grabbed my uh, computer. Um, so... Admiral Bruce uh, comes through. It's a recorded message. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says, Braxton, I need you to stay calm. I need you to stay calm and think clearly. I've just gotten word. Your brother is on Vendelier. And that's where we're going to take our break. You didn't. We'll be right back, everybody. <laughs> we're going to take... Captain has a bro? You guys we're... have no idea. <laughs> we are going to take a little break, and we'll be right back. Stay tuned for some more of Table Story Warped. Uh, If you guys have not done so, please make sure you follow all these wonderful people. And if you uh, would like to help support the show, one of the best ways you can do that is to go support our wonderful sponsor, uh, Morris, by heading on over to patreon.com slash morris, M-O-R-R-U-S, where you can sign up to his Patreon and help out uh, with his podcast that he has over at morris.com. Dot podbean.com where you can listen to all the wonderful uh, RPG news and DM stuff that he's got going on. We'll be back in just a little bit. Hang tight. 
Welcome back, everybody, to Table Story Warped, the official stream of the What's Old is New RPG. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Um, we, uh, Captain McQuaid has just gotten some very interesting news. Um, the third really interesting thing that happens simultaneously upon you receiving this news is that the ship is rocked by an explosion. And Which one? Oh. Your ship. While our shields were down? Yes. Relax. Yeah, the second that happens, I, I'm literally sprinting to uh, the brig, or bridge. I always get the two words mixed up in my head. Yeah, I'm running to the bridge. Uh, uh, Captain, where, where, where shall I go? Not now. Uh... The transport fails. Uh, the transport for the Venetians fails upon the um, upon the explosion happening. You lose your connection, basically, uh, crewman Ford. Um, the transport was not initiated, and the buffer wasn't filled, so it was aborted. Um. Uh, damage reports start coming in all across the ship. Uh, Captain McQuaid, you're sprinting down the hallway. Uh, yeah, I would have asked Dora for a uh, Dora status report. Uh, you hear it, basically uh, the red alerts going off, and um, you can uh, you get Dora saying. Uh, uh, Damage report, Captain McQuaid. There are hull breaches on decks two, three, and five. Are there any intruders? Unknown. Scan. Scanners are currently malfunctioning. Shit. Um, read that information to, to Lieutenant Weiler instantly. You get the affirmative... Um, yeah, I wait um, a second as I'm running to the brig, or the bridge, uh, and just as I'm almost there, uh, but, but Weiler, Captain McQuaid, get security teams where those uh, breaches are. Pronto. Yes, sir. Shields are down, sir. R nine. Yes, Captain. See what you can do to get the shields back up. I'm gonna get Jimmy. Mr. Marinson. Oh, namaste, Captain. You're back on duty. Get the shields up right away. Boop, boop. And I'm running off to the bridge. Oh, uh, Dora, take me to engineering. <laughs> he still doesn't know. I can't. Dora. Uh, so you get a... Uh, give me a luck dice roll, Jimmy. Give me a luck dice roll. Let's uh, continue, Jimmy. Luck die roll, yes. An eight. That's an eight. Uh, okay. Um, so, uh, the lights don't come on for you. <gasps> Looks like we're gonna have to do it the old-fashioned way. And I'm I head guessing. How? <laughs> I just follow the trail of Cheeto dust back to engineering. <laughs> 
you follow the trail of Cheeto dust? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I know where engineering is. I'm just too lazy to think. So I go this time because I have to think. So, um, Weiler uh, contacts you again. Boop, boop. Captain McQuaid! Yes. Sir, uh, our shields are down. I've sent teams out to uh, cover uh, various important areas, sir. I've sent a team to the uh, Borean uh, people at the moment, sir. But, uh, sir, we have uh, more pressing issues. What is this? A ship has just come out of cloak, sir. What ship? Unknown, sir. Erase um, it, Manoufas. Have I made it to the bridge by now? Yes. Yeah, I, I do like a, a quick, I like hop over one of the arms of the seat and, and plop my butt into the chair. Scan that ship. Scanners are down, sir. Still down. Can we see the, can we get them on our visual screens? Um, RA9, uh, you try to bring up the visuals. Please give me a, a logic plus your computers. My favorite, plus uh, one, right? Cause captain. Yes. Mm. Man. A 20 on a 66. Uh, you get a very broken looking image up on the screen. Captain McQuaid, you recognize this ship. It belongs to your brother. No. What is What's the, the status on those shields? What is the name of your brother's ship? Oh God. Um. Sugar free. <laughs> probably the, the Valor. It, it would be something like the Revenge. Vengeance. Subtle. Revenge. Subtle. Oh, it's it's, but it's just who he is. Yeah. <laughs> Manitoba's Revengeance. So you're the older brother, right? It's just called the Manitoba. Okay. No, it's the Saskatchewan. The Saskatchewan? It's the Saskatchewan. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. you you had the uh, you had the captain. You were the captain <laughs> of the Manitoba. Yeah, I was on the captain of the Manitoba. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Saskatchewan. I don't know if it's, it's is it a part of any like. It's just it's just some random ship, right? He, like, so not in... the ship the ship is uh, it is uh, a sort of hodgepodge of various uh, parts. There are parts from a um, an alliance uh, cruiser. Okay. There are parts from what appears to be a, a Spartan ship. Basically, it's got the wings of a Spartan ship. Um, and the last time that you ran into the Saskatchewan, uh, it looked quite a bit different. But you can recognize the... Um, the uh, the uh, I'm trying to remember the... Bow? Yes, the bow of the ship. Front, uh, basically, um, and uh, RE9, you're getting a, uh, a communications. 
you've got a communications coming from uh, Bore- basically from a lot of different places. You've got communications coming in from the Boreans. You've got communications coming in from the Venetians. And you've got another priority communication uh, that's coming in as well. It appears to be coming from the ship that is located currently behind your ship. Is that the one that we just uh, that just dropped warp, or that came out of stealth? It is coming from the Saskatchewan. Yes. Captain, we're getting several inquiry for communication from the Boreans, the Venetian, and the ship that is just behind us. Put the Saskatchewan through. So, you see the very scarred-looking face of your brother. Uh, a mustache to match your own, but horribly scarred. So there's like several breaks in the mustache, or you can see three, uh, three breaks, and you can see that his lip, his lower lip and upper lip are like badly mangled on the right side, Um, and he's got like all these like crazy scars on the right side of his face. He's got a cybernetic implant for his right eye, and um, he looks a little bit like Captain McQuaid. Not a lot. He's got, maybe the eyes look similar, or the eye, I should say. Maybe the eye looks similar. Uh, the thickness of the mustache is a is a, is a a similar sign. Um, and you hear the... Uh, partially robotic voice uh, of Carter McQuaid. Braxton? Sorry for this. (laughs) Business is business, though, bro. This is the last time, Carter. Yeah, I cut beads. Um, What's through the Venetian? Yes, Captain. Strength of Venetians. What were you saying, Commander Beige? Am I quiet or something? Pretty quiet. Uh, Captain, who 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 is that? Um, without looking over and just looking at the uh, the video display. That is my brother. Uh, well, uh, okay. All right, Venetians. Yes, Captain. Uh, so the Venetians coming through say, what is going on? We're under attack. We could use your help if you can. Is it the Boreans? It is not. A ship dropped out of stealth. Um, it's at this point um, that the communication starts to go fuzzy. All right, you, can you fight that? You lose the connection. Shit. On the um, on the view screen, uh, looking behind you, where you see uh, Braxton ships, you can see several Venetians have started to come into position basically behind Braxton's ship, taking a sort of aggressive-looking stance. 
Um, several, I see this as well. Sorry. Several other Venetian ships begin opening fire on the Venetian ships that are behind Carter's Saskatchewan ship. Fire gets exchanged between them. Your ship begins to get rocked. Zebu evasive maneuvers. Yeah. Yes, sir. Beginning evasive maneuvers, sir. Sir, several rusters are inoperable. I will do my best, sir. Hmm. Which thrusters? Two of the port thrusters are inoperable, as well as one aft thruster, sir. Engineering, what's the state on the shields? I assume I would have got there by then, because my quarters are probably across the hall from engineering. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the back door open. <laughs> um, okay, so, uh, you would have gotten there, yeah. Um, you've definitely gotten there. Uh, you have entered the... Uh, well, I think what we'll have you do is go ahead and roll me an intuition check. Um, intuition uh, plus perception. I guess it'll just be a perception check. Okay. Uh, I'm going to add a luck die. <laughs> well, why? Why would you do such a thing? Uh, oh, because, because they're, they're so water. bad. Did you add a luck die there? I only see the intuition uh, and perception. I the perception button, so it, it didn't let me add the luck gotcha. die, but here it is. Okay, so on a 46 of 15, um, yeah, that's 100% enough for you to find engineering. Yeah. Uh, uh, namaste, Neil. Uh, we're working on it. Just uh, get us the damage reports and uh, we'll, uh, we'll fix stuff. That's our job. Uh, yes, uh, divert all uh, remaining power to thrusters until the shields are up, Jimmy. Uh, yeah, sure, got it. So, as far as your damage report, Jimmy, uh, that starts getting sent over to you, um, you can see that uh, several maneuvering thrusters are uh, offline. Uh, there are two port thrusters that have been knocked out. There are, uh three aft thrusters that have been knocked out. Um, the main engines are online. The uh, FTL drive is online. Um, and the... Um, currently, uh, I'd say half of your uh, weapons are offline. Oh, this is bad. You can see, essentially, it appears that uh, your initial um, damage, at least from what you can guess, uh, go ahead and roll me a logic plus engineering check. Or if you had it, demolitions would work here as well. Uh, I'm just doing my engineering. Go 24. 24 on a 76. From what you can tell, 
it appears that a very heavy explosive was detonated very close to the ship um, when the shields were down. And it, it was placed in a way where uh, it was some, probably a, a uh, it was placed towards the, uh, towards the uh, aft of the ship, um, so the back of the ship, um, and it, it's severely damaged uh, the thrusters, the scanners, um, the shields, and it was a, a very major node of several systems this is one of kind of like the weak points on this ship and somebody would have to have a very good understanding of how this ship works to not only detonate the explosives at the time that they were detonated at but at the location that they were de- uh, detonated at okay uh, first things first and I, uh, I get my data pad and get the kind of uh, damage report and I just start assigning people because so I've been on my head and my chip's working. So I start assigning people to the jobs and stuff and then I get to doing the big stuff myself, getting the power to the thrusters and getting shields back online. At the same time, uh, Lieutenant Junior Grade 2D, uh, people start filing into the uh, sick bay. Major injuries, uh, people that have taken major concussive blasts you're getting reports like all over the aft portions of the ship um people from um uh various posts uh across the aft portions of the ships from decks two three and five uh you dispatched uh some medical teams to those sections of the ship um but uh yeah there there have been hull breaches so emergency shields probably have to get put up uh, to uh, to uh, make sure that you guys have atmosphere there. Otherwise, the bulkheads would close for those portions of the ship, venting whoever was out there into space. <clears throat> all right, all right. Come on. Can take this bed pedal? I need you to roll her over to medical pay three, please. Thank you. Go ahead and scan her. Make sure that her... I can see the injury on her leg. We would make sure there's no problems, especially with her neck, too. Let's go ahead and do that. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to check in with my... Uh, oops, oops. Uh, Nurse Steven, have you made it to... Um, have you made it to the group that was on uh, hallway spacing five? Um, you're trying to reach to crewman Rochambeau? Oh, yeah. Whatever one... I thought I named one Stephen a while Steven ago. Stephen Rochambeau. Wasn't mine. Yeah, yeah, Stephen yeah, Rochambeau. Right. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on my way. All right. Well, you're going to need to go quickly because we don't know what's going to file into these doors. And I need all my staff back here as soon as possible. Yes, ma'am. Uh, I'm just putting a rebreather on and uh, we'll be entering the area uh, in, in just a moment. Okay. Ooh, uh, C- Captain... Is everybody okay uh, in the in the bridge? Uh, everyone seems fine. Just the bridge sure took you... no damage, from what you can tell. Mm-hmm. The damage seems localized in those few areas. Um, I know your team's on it. Just do your best. I've got quite a few people in here. What is happening up there? What do I need to brace myself for? We're under attack. I'm not sure what else is to come. Just prepare for anything. Okay, well, I'm going to lock down Med Bay just in case we get any other problems and then only allow patients in, if that's okay. That sounds great. 
Okay. Braxton, out. Boop, boop. Alright, now, um, can, you, can you figure out what's wrong with the sensors? Um, RA9, go ahead and give me a... Logic plus computer! Don't think so. Not in this time. Oh! I have engineering. Yeah, it's going to be uh, logic plus your engineering. Ah. Uh, I like how the last roll we had you make with engineering was an agility check. Wait, engineering plus what? Plus logic. logic. Uh, boop and a boop and a boop. Okay, on a 5d6 is 16. Um, so you get partial sensors back up. Um, they basically only cover a small area around the ship. Long range sensors are uh, down. Um, you're getting essentially a few kilometers away from the ship, um, which is not very much at all. That's maybe out of the the uh, large volume of ships that are in this blockade and everything, that is probably only like six ships or so. Um, it's covering what appears to be um, the, uh, the, the forward three quarters of the ship. The aft sensors are basically out still. Uh, Captain, I recommend we get a shuttle out there and uh, pass the sensor da data through the shuttle to us. That's dangerous. We ha we're basically blind, Captain. Uh, there has to be something that we can do. Ra, is there anything we can do to fight this? Sir, I can try to turn the ship, sir. It will put our backs into the Borean fleet, though, sir. I think we're in a position we're going to have to trust the Boreans. Make mm, it happen. Very well, sir. We do have Borean delegates on board. It's a safe bet, Captain. Mm, that's true. Uh, okay. Captain, come in, please. But, but, yes, Mr. Marinson. Uh, where they hit us, it was, like, really bad. Uh, I got the dudes on it, but it's kind of like they kicked us in the nuts, sir, you know? Well, do what you can, but we're going to need shields. The worst place to hit? Yeah, I'm working on it, but... Like, most people wouldn't know to hit there. So it was either really lucky or someone knew what they were doing. I'm putting money on that someone knew what they were doing. Yeah, I don't know if they're on the ship. So maybe, like, some security? Look, I'll take care of it. No time for chit-chat. Make it happen. All right, later, dude. Okay, uh, Jimmy, give me yeah. a logic plus your engineering, um, please. <laughs> okay, logic and engineering. I will add a luck die. Just so I can get something fixed, hopefully. Here we go! A 23. Oof, 23 That's... on an 8d6. Um... <laughs> Uh, so, uh, I will allow you to choose which are you making a priority right now. Shields, weapons, scanners. Uh, I'm kind of in survival mode, so I'm definitely going shields, dude. Okay. You get the shields functioning up to about 20%. Oh. Well, I'll have to do. So, normally, just so you guys are aware, 
The Explorer has... The shields have a soak of 12. So that's going to put them down to about a 3. Roughly a 3 right now. The superstructure for the ship is normally at 53. The uh, superstructure is going to be knocked down. You guys are taking hull damage um, to, we'll call it 35. Oh, it's a bad hit, dude. It's about yeah, it's 30. Crazy. It's a bad hit. It's a bad hit. And your defense has also been knocked down. Uh, luckily, you have an amazing pilot. Uh, but the defense for the ship is normally 23. It's been knocked down to a 16. Yeah, I'll get to work on... Uh, yeah, you basically got the ass taken out of your ship. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll get to work on more stuff. Make sure that everyone in engineering is working on something. Captain, we have partial shields. Perfect. Um, well, can I roll a starship tactics to just quickly like see if I can recollect a similar battle that I may have studied or taught in one of my courses? where someone was, like, ambushed, no shields, um, just, like, a general some idea that I can grab onto. Absolutely. For a, Absolutely. Go ahead and give me uh, tactics plus logic, please. Okay. Tactics, logic, submit. I'm going to add nothing to this. 27. 27, 27 on a 76. This battle is especially sensitive for you because this is the very first one that you taught Carter about. So this is like one of the first basic starship maneuvers that he know that I taught him. Yep. Which means that I should know it's, the counter. It, it's a historic battle uh, that took place. It's an old alliance battle that took place versus, uh, I think, the um, probably the Spartans. The Spartans used a cloaked ship uh, to infiltrate a close position versus uh, the Alliance um, a few hundred years ago, um, back when starship maneuverability was significantly less. And... Um, when the uh, races essentially met for the first time. Uh, a very rudimentary cloaking device was used by the Spartans, and they uh, waited till the shields were down on, a, on an Alliance ship. They uh, attacked. Without knowledge of the ship, they managed to secure a very lucky hit. They damaged critical ship systems and disabled the ship um, and um, despite heavy odds against them, they landed a critical blow against the Alliance. Uh, 
the alliance in turn used uh, a a uh, basically a pincer maneuver um, with uh, two other ships to surround the Spartan ship. Um, in doing so, the ship that was already damaged took further damage and sacrificed itself to take out the Spartan ship. Was it destroyed? It was destroyed. <coughs> As you're thinking of this, mm -hmm. this is like a giant slap in the face. Yeah, that he, he would take something that I would have taught him while we were actually still on good terms. Yeah, the Spartans essentially um, had a, a serious advantage. Uh, even though that they were outnumbered, they had uh, significantly more advanced technology than the Alliance at that time. Were there any maneuvers that I can... Is there any maneuvers that I can recollect that would be beneficial in this situation? Um... I would say that uh, the maneuver that was used to take them out with the pincer maneuver um, obviously ended with the ship, uh, the Alliance ship, uh, being defeated, but they were able to take out the Spartan ship. Okay. Um, I think from your knowledge, you can tell that there are better choices. Um, instead of, say, sacrificing yourself... There are some risky choices that can be taken. A controlled FTL is a possibility. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, I'm still like, as I'm mulling over these options, the first option, the pincer maneuver, is really resonating in my head because not only did I teach him that, I taught, I talked about the pincer maneuver and how the how it was dealt with. Um, so I, I'm just there in silence for a few seconds as I, as I think all this out. Uh, RA9. Yes, Captain. Is there any way we can get a quick message to two of the, the Borean warships? I need to see if communications are up, sir. Whatever you can do. Are they? Didn't they? So um, communications are technically working. Um, what I would like for you to do, RA9, yeah. let me just see what you can roll here. Uh, I would like you to roll logic plus your computers, please. Yas! Yas, queen, yas! 20. 20 on a 6, uh, on a 5d6. Very nice. Um... So, your communications are functioning, but you can tell that you are currently under attack by a hacker. Uh, the ship's electronic defenses are currently being bypassed. It seems we're being hacked, sir. We'll fight it. Of course, sir. Uh, do you have a roll for that? So, um, you can, um, you I can, didn't pick hack. Yeah, you don't have hacking. Um, so what you can do is you can give me a logic plus computers, but it's significantly harder. 
I mean, I don't have another option, so yeah. Uh, plus a modifier for the captain order. All right, I begin hacking, opening the DDoS console and all that. Oh, Ooh, that's a roll. <laughs> a lot of fours in that one. Uh, okay, so that's a, a 22 on a 66. Um, you are trying to fight back against the uh, hacking that's going on. Unfortunately, you are unable to stop the ship from being hacked right now. Whoever is doing this is extremely proficient. I'm doing the best I can, sir. However, I can't stop them. Uh, so there's no way of getting a message out. Negative. Keep working on it. Um, Braxton to Ruby. Um, RE9? Yeah. Give me... Hmm... Give me a astrogation plus your <gasps> logic check. Ba-doo, ba-doo. 25. Jesus, on a 5d6. Very nice. Um, just for a second, uh, you were able to get a small ping on your scanners. From what you can tell, it was coming from Shoku. Um, it appears that there was some kind of um, notification for uh, explosives on the planet Shoku. Or on the moon Shoku. Coming from the mining base. Captain. Yes, sorry. I'm getting an indication that there's a notification of explosions on the mining base on Shoku. Explosions? Yes, sir. Any damage reports? Negative. Hmm. Probably tied to this. There's no way we can get a message up. Negative. Just thought you should be aware. Is there any way to tell where the hacking uh, is coming from of our communications? So, um, yeah, RA9, I would say that uh, you were unable to determine where that was coming from. Negative. Uh, I think we should uh, assume that it's coming from the ship attacking us, Captain. Perhaps we should move away from it. So, um, in terms of the maneuver that Zebu has made, because a lot of this stuff is happening kind of simultaneously, with the limited uh, ability right now of Zebu, um, basically what I did for Zebu was I added your one but took away one for the thrusters being damaged. Um, uh, Zebu rolled a 17. Um, he's, uh, he's gotten the ship now to face um, the Saskatchewan. Um, in general, the Saskatchewan looks like it's kind of got um, the sort of uh, cylindrical-like uh, shape of the the Explorer. Um, sort of similar to that. It's a bit flatter, though, and it has two um, wings that are uh, branching off from it. You can see that there are sort of several spires that are um, 
hanging down off the central portion of the uh, front of the ship, um, almost like a turkey neck, you know, kind of hanging down in the front there. Um, the uh, the ship is like it looks like it's been patched up like a million times, um, and um, it's uh, it's directly in your view behind the ship. You can see that there is just out of sensor range a battle taking place between many of the Venetian ships. Between the Venetians? Yes. Themselves. You see that, Commander? Uh, it seems like the Venetians are firing upon the Venetians. That's civil war. Um, That's not good. Diplomat Medrin, please give me... Because uh, you were on the... Um, were you on the bridge? Where were you? Uh, no, no, I was... Uh... In the teleporter bay, still, or from mm. returning to my Okay. Chambers. So, yeah, I guess you don't get to make a roll for this then. Never mind. Oh, well, that's awful. Maybe I followed the captain. Who knows? <laughs> Stay around where things. Wouldn't uh, he have off. gone back to the diplomats? Oh, yes, probably went to attend mm. to the Boreans. That would be the proper thing to do. Yeah, the. Uh, so the Boreans. Um. Uh. The Boreans are obviously uh, in shock by the whole thing. Um, as soon as you enter the room, uh, Bagarin, uh, who is flanked by his second and third, uh, you can see that they've got their weapons drawn, uh, pointed at you, uh, Diplomat Medrin. I don't need to bear arms. Now, what's going on here? You went ahead and created some sort of diversion to bring me aboard. Is this some sort of treachery? Absolutely not. We are not in the business of treachery, my good sir. We are in the business of peace and diplomacy. I will just bear with me one moment. I will get the captain directly and see what the issue is. He's sweating, like, pouring down your face. Like my... Hairs all sticking to my face. Hey, uh, Captain, come in, please. Boop, boop, this is Captain McQuaid. Hello, Captain. This is uh, Diplomat Medrin. I was just wondering if you have. Are the Boreans okay? Well, they're very shook and they have weapons pointed at me and they think perhaps we tricked them. Could you give some clarification as to what's going on? We're currently under attack. I'll tell you more when I can. Keep them safe. I have oh. to send security down there, Captain. That's a good I idea. Yes, Captain. Yes, okay. Captain! Okay. Well, my good sir, it appears that we are under attack now. We're what? Those oh. Venetian bastards, they've been attacking. Well, I, well see, other thing, I don't. I, I spoke with the Venetians personally. I demand to know what's going on. Did I they attack my fleet? Well, I'm not Have sure. they broken the blockade? No, uh, well, Welcome I... on, man. Speak up. Yes, well, currently Can't we... Can't you stammer out a damned word? <laughs> now, no need to be rude. Let's uh, have a little decorum in this situation. I know we're all getting rather... Decorum? Yes, you think yes. that's one of your fancy test words? I don't need to hear decorum. I need to hear 
Oh, yeah. The Venetians they've attacked. Looks right. like you'll have to incur retribution on them. But no, I don't think that's the case. I spoke with the Venetians just recently. They seemed uh, more than ready. To I've to got to protect my bottom line. Oh, that's absolutely understandable. If you don't protect your bottom line, then who will? After all, a man must look at Mattress. <laughs> go ahead and go ahead and roll uh, your diplomacy plus your uh, charisma, please. Okay. <laughs> I mean, do I have any exploits I can use just to be <laughs> an asshole? I don't think I do. What mean? No. Uh, okay, no, I don't. <laughs> so just those things that you said. Uh, uh, my diplomacy plus charisma. A 23. 23 and a 5. Okay. That should have been a 60. Oh, no, wait. I have a max type of 5. Yeah, your max type of Yeah. <laughs> That's just the gemming with the sex. Um, okay, he says... He says, uh... Right, so what are you folks doing with all this? Well, I expect the captain sounded very urgent. He has people, uh, uh doing security checks. No uh, offense, but I don't trust a lot of you. Well, uh, I, I, I can see why your trust is, has been shaken. You come aboard our ship and uh, very shortly after we're attacked. I'm not saying we suspect you of coming aboard our ship and doing anything unsavory, of course. I, I was here almost the entire time with you. Uh, so uh, let's just wait and uh, uh, take a moment. And uh, I'm sure the captain will get information to us uh, he's, as soon as he can, because you are very, very important to him, of course. You are his guests upon the ship, and more importantly, you are people of, of great repute and great means, and, and we do not wish any harm to come to you. He looks at you uh, kind of confused. He says, Couldn't you have just said you're trying your best? Uh, well... That was a lot of words to say nothing. Well, sometimes you need to take your time and properly go through everything just so you don't miss anything out and so that everything is clear and everyone has a complete understanding. This feller won't shut up. ...and what's going on, as you see. Um, uh, sit tight. I, I Why can't I get through on my communicator? Well, I, we are under. Uh, I'm, uh, just one moment. <laughs> I go to the door. Has security got there yet? Open it. Yeah, I'm looking at sure. it. For sure. Anyone to help? Yeah. So for sure, Florp uh, walks through, and he says, "Yes, uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, I am crewman Florp here to uh, make sure that uh, we guard the delegation." Ah, Florp. Yes. Um. Uh, perhaps you could stand outside the door. Unfortunately, sir, that is impossible. I've been under strict orders by 
by Lieutenant Commander Weiler to guard the very important personnel, sir. Yes, I'm one of those very important personnel. And uh, the door is... She didn't is say about... anything about you, sir. She only well, spoke of the Borean, sir. Well, yeah, it's just assumed that I am a very important person. As there was no mention of you, sir. There's no need for that to be mentioned. When you're someone of my status, it's simply a given. Now, Specifically you... spoke of the Borean, sir. <laughs> yes, because they're our guests. Right, okay, so I'm... Uh, if you can just stand by the door, if not outside the door, then that I'm be sorry, fine. sir, but I was instructed to watch very closely on over the boring, sir. Okay, I think there's some kind of artificial plant in the corner. If you could just, just slightly behind, just a bit of stealth, just so you have the, 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 uh, you have surprise. Sir, I one. must watch the door, sir. Yeah, well, you can, from the plant, you can peek through the leaves, you blend uh, in. I'm sorry, sir, but <laughs> no, I can't do that, sir. Okay, can you be quiet at least? Is that acceptable? Yes, sir. Okay, very, yes. <laughs> Gentlemen, uh, honorable friends, uh, we, we, we do have someone here uh, now, and obviously I see you are also armed, so we should be very safe. Uh, here in this room. So, would anyone like to take a seat? Do we need any uh, refreshments or some water here on It's the like table? looking at each other. <laughs> <laughs> this fellow's I... a weird one. <laughs> I ain't never seen anybody sweat that much except that frog fellow over there. It is rather warm in here. I assume the attack must have damaged the uh, temperature control. It's a bit, bit warmer than I'm used to, you see. So, um, I think we switch scenes as uh, we return back to the bridge. Um, you can see that Zebu has... Captain, the moisture levels in the delicate room are reaching unsafe levels. <laughs> The moisture. Because <laughs> Matt is just sweating. <laughs> um, yeah, there's... Uh, Zebu has gotten you guys in position. Um, the communications uh, hacking uh, allows for a transmission to come through uh, RA9. You can see that you are currently being hailed by the Saskatchewan. Captain, we are being hailed. By the Saskatchewan one. Put it through. Of course. <laughs> by the by the, uh, by the what? All right, Aaron. This is Fred Arnold. <laughs> On screen. Uh, I'm. Uh... <laughs> you need to name more things, Bucky. That's <laughs> funny. More Canadian random weird names. <laughs> no. So, uh, you see, um, you see Carter up on the screen again, uh, sort of a bit frazzled. Uh, you can see he's got his own, like, alerts and stuff going off on the ship, and, uh, he says, uh, hey there, bro. That was yeah. a bold maneuver. I thought you'd like that there, sir. Are you ready to be countered? I don't think you'll be countering anybody. The maneuver's in set. Pincers in place. Do you have a better solution? Cut comps. 
Can you get through to those Borean ships? I don't believe so, Captain, but I can try. <sighs> Commanders, what can, is there any other way that we can do this? We, we have to get word. We can't do this by ourselves. No scanners either, R.A.? Scanners are only picking up the, the ships within a three-kilometer uh, uh, radius around the ship, which in space is like nothing. That's very close. Yeah. No readings of any allied vessels? So uh, there's the Borean, um, the Borean ship, the Mother's Milk, um, and the Venetian ship, um, the uh, Shayuk Splendor. Um, those are the only that are in range, as well as the um, as well as the uh, Saskatchewan. Um, from what you can tell, um, the Boreans have not made a move yet. Um, they are all staying kind of stationary, um, watching all of this occur. Hmm. Are there so with the pincer maneuver? Um... So this is the thing, like, we don't really have it. Ex we don't know exactly really what it is. We're just kind of coming up with it right now. But is there some as, sort of, as like... As far as a pincer maneuver goes, what what would normally happen is the ships would try and flank the one ship kind of coming around from both sides. So you'd get one coming up on the port, one coming up on the starboard. Um, um, so it, is there any way... So the pincer maneuver that we, we finished off is the two ships that did that and the third ship finished them. Is there any way that, like any way that we can maneuver our vessel to sort of try and show the Borean ships to initiate the pincer, pincer maneuver. Ooh. Um, give me a logic check plus your starship tactics. Okay. I'm going to use a old man roll on this. Okay. I love that that's a thing. Yeah, really, that's just day. that's just the way that I roll dice. <laughs> it's just the old man. I just make a <laughs> roll one every time I roll the dice. I'll take the first. Okay, a twenty-three. It's the fifth, Bobby. Isn't it's... it just the uh, the one you re-roll, not the whole thing? No, you re-roll the whole the whole pool. Uh, for old? Yeah, for I'm like ninety-nine percent sure that's old. I think. Did they change it? Because it used to be different. Uh, I have I had the old in here. You roll the dice pull twice, taking the higher result. Oh man, it must have been changed from what I originally. Okay, so uh, twenty three on a seventy six. Yep. So, um, there were some old forms of communication that were used in situations where communications were down, uh, mainly based on lights. Oh my god, can we go old school and do like an SOS and flash like Morse code? Alright, do you know Morse code? Yes. Get in contact with those other two boring ships to initiate a, a pincer maneuver pronto. Very mediocrely, but yes, I'll try, Captain. Of I have faith in you. You can do it. Thank you. Okay, so RA9, I would like you to make... History? Definitely not. Cryptology? <laughs> uh... would, that be, would that be Starship Tactics too? Is like would something like that be something to teach in a, in that kind of course? Um, you got any like kind foreboding of... or stuff? I'm what I'd say is uh, 
Yeah. You're the wish. You made a science officer that collects spoons. This would be a straight up... Uh, so you have tactics, RA9. I'd say tactics plus uh, logic. All right. It's tactics great. plus logic. It's great, too. I didn't even know that. What the... Uh, boop, uh, pew. No. No luck die. <laughs> 26. RA9's been rolling like a boss. Uh, 26 on a 66. Um... Yeah, so you start flashing lights at the Borean ships um, to try and communicate to them to flank these, uh, flank this ship. Um, what do you say in this communication, RA9? I would say, uh, uh, we are being attacked and need, um, support. Uh, how would I just, uh, goddamn dab, follow our lead, please? Because I don't know how to like explain, and what? Because what, Captain, what did you say specifically for me to say? To get so, the two so ships to initiate the pinto. So role play it out. If oh. you don't know how to explain this, ask the captain. What would you like me to relay, Captain? Tell the two ships to initiate the pincer maneuver. McQuaid Beta Six. It'll be in their systems. Of course, Captain. Perfect. <laughs> do just that okay the ships begin flashing a complicated series of lights out to the Borean ships I would like so you did a 26 okay That's, we'll leave that as the roll okay um, so uh, you get a series of lights flashed back at you uh RA9 that you quickly translate to mean um, are the uh, is the delegation safe? Can I uh, I'll need it. Captain, they wish to know if the de delegations are safe. They'll be perfectly fine. They have my word. Yes, they are safe. No harm has come upon them. It shall remain so. Okay. Um, Do you need to roll again or are we going with the... the... So you can't see, basically, what's going on with the Borean ships. Um, how are you reacting, Captain McQuaid? Uh, the second that... So Ari said that they've initiated the maneuver. Did, did, you, did you confirm that... Uh, all right, is, uh, have they confirmed that they're going to initiate the maneuver? They have not confirmed, Captain. We need confirmation. I'll send out another. So what I'd like, RA9, is to give me a charisma plus diplomacy. I'm going to lend you one luck die, too. Uh, I'm out of eye. Can I? I don't think I can use luck dice. Can you use a fellow person's luck? Or you can, can you use luck dice. You can't use Psy. Psy, that's sorry. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, plus one luck. Bam. Uh, boop. 31 with the exploding luck die. Uh, okay. You get a, a sort of confirmation from the Boreans that say, moving into position five seconds. They're moving into position in five seconds, Captain. Perfect. Zebu, initiate the maneuver in five seconds, but do not engage. 
Yes, Captain. Perfect. So the, basically the maneuver is the pincer. So you said that the third ship sacrificed themselves to, to win, basically? Yeah, yeah basically so what the third ship did was uh, draw the fire while the two ships came in on the pincer. So it just rushed straight at the straight at the straight uh, at the third ship yep all right the, okay so uh uh okay um do i know what the pincer maneuver is absolutely that's a basic kind of maneuver i won't even make uh, a roll for it uh captain yes. um do so i i know that we're we're the sacrifice yeah the the one that's going to draw the fire yeah that that's the position yeah. that we're in it's a bluff uh, with our shields so low, Captain. Trust me, this is going to work. Uh, Marinson. Namaste, Neil. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, you hear engineers, four. like, screaming in the background. All right, check that manifold. I'm on fire! <laughs> just Dude, put it. Just put him out. <laughs> Just pee on him! Just pee on him! Yeah, pee on him! I'm still covered in shit from earlier! It's burning twice as bright! <laughs> it smells a bit in here, Neil. What's happening? <laughs> uh, I need full power to front shields. Now! <laughs> Commander! Okay. Ask him if he can. Oh, Jimmy! Uh, namaste, Captain! Fake an FTL spool if you can. Uh, I can do that. Captain, I yes, have the capability to do a short warp maneuver, sir. Initiate the maneuver, but do not follow through. Just keep the engines charged. All right, open lines to the Saskatchewan. Yes, Captain. You see Carter coming back on the screen, and he says... Oh, either hey bro. Not now, Carter. Check your scanners. It's over. After what you did to mom and dad, you better fucking run right now or so help me God, we're both dead. Boop, boop. Hold. Uh, uh, um, Cap Captain? All right, put the visuals, put the Saskatchewan on visual. Yes, Captain. So, uh, you see the Saskatchewan turn towards your ship. Uh, explosions going off behind them. You can see several Venetian ships explode. Uh, does it look like they're actually shooting, or does it seem like this works? The working? Saskatchewan is not firing. They haven't, as far as you can tell, they haven't fired a shot. Hmm. It seems to be stalling. Neil? Uh, uh, so, Captain, I'm not really a, uh, let's have a fight in space thing. What should we do? Hmm. All right, open another channel. Audio only. So, we switch, uh, we switch scenes. Uh, Lieutenant Junior Grade 2D. Are you in the med bay? Are you in this? Are you there right now, or did you go somewhere else on the ship? 
No, I've I have fully attended to all patients. I imagine there's plenty of things. Okay. To what I yeah. What I what I'd like is for you to please roll me a uh, logic plus your medicine. Okay. <clears throat> Just gonna go ahead and uh, throw a luck die in there. Thanks. Come in. Okay. Do you still have luck die? If this is next day, I yeah, should. I just haven't put my pool day. back yeah. in. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, 24 on a 66. Um, roll me a 1d6, please. Yes, sir. Ouch. Um, so, you've lost five patients so far. Um, but the, the, the sick bay is overloaded. People are just constantly being brought in right now. Um, the doors are just open, close, open, close, open, close, um, to the point where people are getting propped up against the wall. Bad burn injuries, uh, smoke inhalation, stuff like that. Um, you're sort of located near the center of the ship to mm -hmm. maximize as many locations that you can reach as possible. Um, and uh, it's obviously it's overwhelming. You've done a really good job. You've saved many, many lives, but you've lost at least five people so far. Um, and uh, it's uh, it's been brutal. You've been getting a lot of reports across the ship. Um, the people that were located in the very aft sections of decks two, three, and five were vented into space. Uh, please roll me 2d6. Okay, so a further six people were vented into space from the attack um, uh, on the initial uh, portions of that attack. Um, and uh, you, you've been saving as many as you can. Um, I think what I'd like for you to do is... Um, Uh, I would like you to determine, you've got, let's say you've got three medical teams uh, that are out dispatched, trying to help as many people as possible. Um, <laughs> with the amount of personnel that you have, I, let me just check how many personnel you've got, because I think you've got a decent amount. Sick bay, 20. Yeah, so you've got 20 uh, staff, basically. Um, you've definitely left some in here, so you probably have a total of five people that have been left in here, my guess. Um, unless you think there'd be more. Figure five people per team. Okay. How many people, uh, did you leave just one team in here? Yeah, one team in here. And, and uh, three out. Yeah, three are out. Some are suiting and some are transporting patients back and forth. To okay. So I think we'll, I'm also going to offer up my own quarters for stuff like smaller, like lo uh, lower level injuries, like basic uh, braces and stuff like that, as opposed to actual like um, things that I need to operate on and use that kind of space for. <clears throat> okay. So we're not crowding the whole bay with people who are just like, I knocked my head. So. 
Okay. Um, so you've sent out uh, three teams. One is transporting uh, people back to uh, the uh, sick bay as, as quickly as possible. The other mm-hmm. two are trying to do any sort of emergency procedures out and about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that Pedal is leading one of the teams. Um, as well as uh, Stephen Rochambeau. Yep. Um, and um, ba, 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 ba. Um, so those are the two teams that are doing emergency procedures. Um, Stephen contacts you and says, uh, Lieutenant Junior Grade Tootie, um, We've got a fire down here. There are several people trapped. Uh, okay, hold on a minute, Steven. She's like wiping blood off her face while she's working. Boop, boop. Uh, Officer uh, Weiler? Yes, Lieutenant Junior Grade Judy. I'm getting a report where uh, there is a fire that has broken out on the ship. I think maybe deck. He didn't tell me what deck. Hang on. Boop. Steven, which deck are you on? Uh, deck three. It's Weiler, uh, it's on uh, located deck by the turbo lift. By by the turbo lift. Uh, apparently, there are some individuals who are trapped. Uh, I, I, I met, my med team's close enough to handle anybody that has any injuries. I will I dispatch a team immediately. Thank you. And I'm gonna go ahead and send a report over to Commander Beige about reported deaths um, and the high numbers of uh, casualties. Patients. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Commander Bays, you receive a report. Basically, uh, it's currently known that 11 crew members uh, so far have been confirmed dead. Um, there are many more injured. Still, reports are coming in from uh, Lieutenant Junior Grade Tootie. Um, from what you can tell, it's at least 20 to 30 crew members that have uh, been injured. Um, okay. Uh, Captain, I am receiving reports. Uh, We have many injured. There's a fire, basically, that's erupted on deck deck three, and uh, it appears that the fire suppression systems are currently out uh, in that area of the ship. Deck three is currently on fire. Uh, Fire suppression measures are not working. Uh, There is a security team that has been sent down to try and free and fight the fire. Well, I'm sure we have our best on it. Keep me posted. Uh, heavy casualties, Captain. It's unfortunate, but we'll have to deal with that later. We can't let our feelings take over right now. It's Captain. Okay, so you guys are currently lined up for the maneuver. Um, Zebu says, Captain. On my mark, Zebu. RA, open channels. Brother, this is your last chance. Lower shields, give up, and let's talk this out like family. And I'm going to use the fearful exploit. Sure. Um, fearful. I'll drop that. Yeah, I just want to instill some uncomfort and discomfort into him. So that's it there. It's basically a mental, uh, a charisma versus mental defense check. Sure. Um, so yeah, it's a uh, charisma plus your intimidation. Uh, I don't have intimidation, so it'll be straight charisma. But I am gonna blow all of my luck die on this. Okie doke. So I'm gonna zero dice pull modifier. Okay, weird that it didn't roll my my luck, but I'll just add that right here. It's uh, exclamation does the explode. Exclamation right? does the explode. Yes. Um, unfortunately, 
Um, Carter is going to use his luck die to nullify yours. Okay. So, 16 versus Carter's die. He's rolling the same amount of dice. That's a low roll, so... You got a 16 on a 46. Uh, He says... Hey, whoa there, bro. No need to get so serious. And he says, After all, that was just a love tap. Drop shields, Carter. I'll beam you over and we'll talk this out. Like old times. I think like old times there, bro. I think I'm going to go ahead and take option C. Um, Option C, between the two of you, you get this kind of quick flash. Option C was always Carter's way of kicking somebody in the nuts and running. You see his FTL spool up. Oh dear. So we're watching this on the visual screens, right? Yep. Is this like like a hundred inch, like nineteen hundred p, like nineteen hundred p? That'd be really low. Like, That'd be super low. Seventeen thousand k. Yeah. Like, so crazy. Um. Yeah. It's the uh. It's the full on display, and um. It's a uh. It's a thing where you're just your jaw goes slack. You see the Boreans start to come in on display, as the Saskatchewan spools up the FTL and warps away. And just jumps. Yes. The second that the jump happens, all right. Do we have our systems back? Communications are fully open. Communications are back, Captain. There's like 10,000 messages that start to come through, like... <laughs> Like you're just getting like this list that starts piling up, like did, 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 all up on your screen. Ra9, you can see that the Boreans are all like all the Boreans are hailing you. Um, you can see that the uh, Venetians, uh, the the uh, Venetians are hailing you, um, and you can see that there are uh, basically that the uh, the Venetians are still in conflict with one another. Um, okay, so the. Uh, now, Vendelier is an ally. They're, well, the Venetians are allies to the Alliance of Solar Systems by yeah. organizations, right? Yep. Okay, so I'm assuming that we have some satellites or some relay beacons that are like Alliance military in Vendelier's system, right? Yes. All right, send word to the fleet. Get here now. Yes, Captain. Get here now. Okay, so you uh, you can connect- attack. Get here now. Yeah. Okay. Mayday. Sure. Mayday. 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 Um, RA9, uh, please make a uh, straight up a, we'll say diplomacy plus your charisma. And you have been ordered, so you get an extra die. Yikes. There go the good rolls. A 12 <laughs> on a 5d6. Um... Okay. 
Um, I think you get an immediate response back uh, that says, um, message received. Um, a 12 is enough for an emergency notification. Um, uh, the relay basically comes back with a communication uh, from a communications officer... Um, uh, it, it's essentially, it's, uh, it's, it's a, uh, text message only, um, and it just comes back, uh, ships en route, um, closest ships available, uh, currently there are three, uh, ships on the way. You guys are... You guys are far yeah. from. Uh, I mean, the the Alliance space is sort of an elongated uh, ellipse. Mm. Um, Three ships are on the way, Captain. Perfect. Um, arrival time is estimated to be like a few hours. Hmm. Um. So. The conflict is still going on. Uh, it's at this point, uh, Diplomat Medrin, where you have basically been harassed to the point of almost getting tackled uh, by Bagarin. He says, I demand to speak to your captain immediately. He's gotten like super close to you at this point. Florp yep, yep. has tried to like step up. Yeah, uh, if you Excuse just... me, sir. I'm sorry, but you need to take a step back from the crew member, please, sir. I'll walk up to anyone that dares give me shite. Uh, I'm not familiar with uh, shite, but I assure you I'm not familiar. Oh, you're not familiar? You've been walk. spewing it ever since you opened your mouth. All right, well, I... Let me just check with the captain once again for an update, and I'll get right back to you. I want to speak to the captain right away. I will let You're him effectively know holding me hostage here. I will tell him you said precisely that. If you'll excuse me, and I like hit the door button and go outside and hit it again. My the log like. <laughs> eh, captain, come in, please. Uh, yes, this is Captain McQuaid. Uh, I have a quite furious Borean on my hands. Uh, he believes that he is practically being held hostage, and he wishes to speak with the captain right away. That, that's, all, that's all I have. I was getting rather uncomfortable. He was in my face, shouting about something called shite, and all sorts of things of that nature. Mr. Medrin. Yes? Please tell our Borean delegate that I will be with him in just a moment. Ah, that's ideal, Captain. I hope the situation is resolved and we can all get on with diplomacy. Perfect. I'm on the way. McQuaid out. Do -do. I just uh, pushed the communications into the room from the outside. Uh, hello, uh, dear friends. The Captain will be speaking with you shortly. Oi! Where'd you go? You running? What kind uh, of uh, diplomat is ya? 
But one who needs a bit of a breeze, you see, when you're getting angry and ass, getting quite hot, and I'm afraid that I'm going to sweat through my silks. Sweat through your... Give me the captain right now. He's on his way. <laughs> Which button do I have to put? Sir, if you could please back up from the door, sir. I need to make sure that you're secure, sir. Get out of my way, you damn big frog. Uh, sir, there's no reason for racial sir, sir. If you could please just back up from the door, please, sir. I don't want to have to get violent. Violent? Violent? You don't know nothing about no violence. Oh my god, shoot him. Do it. Sir, I'm afraid that I'll have to uh, insist that you move away from the door, please, sir. Or what? What will you... You just hear this like sound from the communications device. Oh. I... Go to the side of the door and push the door open button and then look in. Is everything okay in here? I had some sort of doctoral distress. So you see, like, Florp standing over the body of uh, Bagarin. Bagarin's on his back, like, looking up. What just happened? And you see Florp in this, like, Bruce Lee stance. The captain is on his way. I close the door again. <laughs> Well, you seem to have everything under control. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? <laughs> How long does, do I get there? Like right, like not long after. So I think you see you see diplomat Medrin outside the door. Uh, he's making the Zagaticus uh, face, the uh, Pavarotti face. <laughs> Captain, it's a. This is where we are here. There appeared to be some sort of altercation inside. I removed myself from the situation. It was getting quite heated. You're a diplomat, goddammit. Those are your situations. <laughs> right, You're supposed to be yes. able to handle that. Yes, but there's four people with guns in there, and none of them seem You quite are the most diplomatic person aboard this vessel. If I can't trust you with it, I'll find another diplomat who can. Open that door. Very well. Oh my god. <laughs> Crewman, get ah, out of here right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My honorable Borean friends, and I'm like looking at the two ones there that aren't knocked out, probably cowering in the corner of this <laughs> just after their, their leader just got knocked the fuck out. He's awake. They're like picking him back up. Oh. They've got their. They've got like one, like one pistol, uh, like uh, boring. It's it's all shot. It looks like a rectangle uh, that they're that they're holding. Like they, it just has like a hole in it for a finger. Um, and uh, they they they're like pointing it at Florp. And he said, "I'm sorry, sir. I was forced into protecting myself, sir. We'll deal with this later. Just please go and get someone to replace yourself." Yes, sir. Yeah. He just like <laughs> marches Captain. off. Should I should I message to the Boreans that the delegates are safe and well and unharmed? I haven't been thrown like that since my ex-wife. Uh, Bage, you can delay that. Yes, Captain. Uh, 
are, are you okay? I'm fine. We can get our medical staff what in here right away. What the bloody hell is going on? Why is the ship a rocking? McQuaid to Tootie. Yes, Captain. Uh, can you come to the meeting room right away? Uh, one of the uh, Borean delegates uh, took a little tumble. I'm fine. I don't need no one. We just want to make sure that you're safe. Um, you can turn it down if you require, but I would just like the medical staff here just to be just to be sure, just in case nothing comes up. But the situation, yes, yes, no. We were not fired upon by either Venetians or Boreans. A ship dropped out of stealth and began firing upon us. Actually, no. Let me correct myself. There were a sect of Venetians firing upon us as well, but they also fired upon the Venetians, so I'm assuming there's a, some sort of civil war that has begun to take place. I cannot fill you in any more details than that. Communication is no longer jammed, so if you wish to return to your ship and... Civil war over a few bloody credits? It's what it seems to be. Uh, Dora. Ca 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 Captain. So you get a, uh, an affirmative, yeah? You want me to... Yes, yeah, Ruby. Sorry, you just let the comms open. I don't know I'm if I'm so supposed sorry. to hear I, all I, that information. I just, do you, you want me to come down there? Please do. I, if anything, just oh, check my okay. blood pressure because Thanks. I don't know. Oh, okay, that's, that's a lot of information. Okay, I'll come down there. Bye. Thank you so much. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so I do apologize for the situation, but we were open fire upon. If you wish to remain on board, I understand because I don't, feel it's safe to drop our shields right now while there's so much fire taking place. You are safe on board the vessel, but you can obviously open up communications and discuss with your own um, what you choose to do. Uh, we have full logs of all of the, the battle if you wish to review them. Um, Dora, are there, is there still fighting going on? Um, yeah, Dora, Dora says, uh, basically, um, I, I think that uh, you would say, Unknown. Scanners are currently operating at approximately 5% of their capabilities. The scanners are still down. Ah, the... Mr. Pigglewick. Firing oh, at the sorry. other Venetians. I'm sorry, what was that? Can we still see the, the Venetians firing on the other Venetians? Yes. Okay. Um, and and uh, Diplomat Madron, where are you headed? And I, I was staying there when okay. the captain showed up. Yeah, I'm definitely still there. Standing nearby the captain. Uh, Boop, McQuaid to Marinson. Namaste, captain. Yes, Mr. Marinson. What are yes. the status on the, the shields and our, our scanner systems? Oh, uh, well. You can go ahead. go ahead and give me a logic plus your engineering. Yeah, it's probably all gonna take a little while, but uh, ooh, a crit. Okay, that's a twenty-six on a seventy-six. Um, which system will you like to bring partially online? Scanners or weapons? Uh, scanners, because without them, you can't scan to see where your weapons go. Okay, uh, so as of the uh, captain contacting you, um, you have gotten scanners up to, uh, let's see, roll me a flat 2d6. 
Six. Okay. Uh, you've gotten scanners up to about 50%. Uh, scanners are up about half of what they normally are. Hmm. Uh, we got everybody working on everything. As soon as we get a chance, we can get we can get physical right down where the uh, explosion happened or whatever. Perfect. Uh, that might just be enough. Um, thank you, Mr. Marinson. McQuaid out. Do it. Peace. I'd like to message uh, comms the security team. Okay. Try to badge to security team on Which? deck three thirteen. Yeah, three, three was the one that was under attack. Uh, so, uh, security team that's been dispatched includes Jetator and uh, Happy Fun Time. Uh, security, uh, security team on deck three. Come in. Uh, yeah, this is Happy Fun Time. You hear, you hear like a... <laughs> no, it's pretty serious though. People are dying in there. Yeah, I know. Why do they send us that? <laughs> uh, please report. Uh, there's the fire. Less fire, but fire. Is it under control yet? Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, and the people trapped within. Can we get them out? Do they need yeah. medical assistance? Yeah, yeah, it should be. Yeah, it should be like you could probably come. We, the fire there's gone. So, right. right. Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll make sure there's a. a it's like a medical. Med I don't know. It's, we're just here to put out the fire. So uh, and get the the people trapped inside out. Oh, that <laughs> <laughs> they that totally gone? forgot. <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought that was medical. Oh, so Jetator, Jetator probably like. Like does a does a a, a face palm like oh, I knew I forgot something. <laughs> oh, bro, it's like it's like you go to get a drink and a sandwich, and then and you forget you come yeah. back with the drink, and then you put yeah. the sandwich in the refrigerator. Oh. I can just imagine the people like help, help. <laughs> uh, can we try and? Come um, what I'd like for you both to do. Is to give me a character. Character. <sighs> I, so I don't have all character sheets though. Oh, you don't? No, I. No. That's unfortunate. Well then, okay. That's unfortunate. You have happy fun time. It's there. Mm, yeah, yeah. No, I just mean I don't have them up on screen. Never mind. Uh, I have farming. I would like you to <laughs> roll me. Um, Reaction? probably an agility check. I don't think you've got anything else that can help you here. Yeah, no. Agility is a ten on a three d six from Happy Fun Time. Uh, please give me an agility here. check, Agitator plus perception. Agility plus. Perception, yeah. Twenty-two. Dang. That's a nice roll on a forty-six from Jetator. Uh, okay, so, um, 
Um, so, Jetator, uh, I think as Happy Fun Time is doing this, and you just now remember the fact that, oh, yeah, you're supposed to help the people, too. Um, you can find a sort of path in between the areas that are still on fire to make it through to uh, the collapsed area on the ship. Um, and you, I'd say you go ahead and uh, roll me a... A 2d6. If possible, you want these numbers to match. Okay. All right, on three, are you ready? Two. No, two. this is this is purely uh, from Jetator. Okay. Oh. Yeah, happy okay. fun two time. Your, your 10 up. is not really doing much to help here. Emotional. You can do it. Come okay. on, man. <laughs> so, uh, from what you figured out, there are five people missing. You find three of them. Okay, uh, I try and get them through the hole to Happy Fun Time. Okay. Oh, bro, there's like five people missing. Wait, what? I can't find them, bro. Isn't that an elevator? So you've 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 essentially bring back like three. Uh, they're hurt, but they're able to, I guess, move once you kind of clear some debris. Do, do I have, um, like, a, um, uh, a tricorder, like, to scan for people? Like a, uh... So, as a tactical officer, you have a tactical kit. Um, ba -ba 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 gear. Tactical kit. Includes a military scanner. A military scanner... will allow you to scan for, I think, some life signs. But let me just double check here. Um, yes, they find life forms. Um, so what you can do is roll me a logic plus uh, computers. You want your data to roll logic. <laughs> Okay. You're the one that asked. I don't, I don't have any any computer stuff at all, so just logic. Uh, I will use both luck die in this. Okay. Oh, That's a Wait. 10 from your logic score and an additional 2 luck die. So roll a 2d6 exclamation. Okay, uh, an additional six for a 16. Um, you find uh, that there is one life sign um, apparently underneath some rubble. Um, there is also a dead body. Whoa, bummer. Yo, happy fun time, bro. Yeah. Get in here and he'll lift this thing. All right, dude. So wait, I see. When did he go down into the elevator shaft? He where... uh, no. So it was near the lift where this happened. Okay. Um, I, I would say that probably like uh, part of the ceiling collapsed in. Um, mm. So there's like debris and shit uh, that have been spilled out onto this floor, um, and you guys can see like up into the uh, corridor, like right above um, the. Uh, you can see that uh, Jetator has gone over to some of the debris and is trying to move some out of the way. 
Detect as good as good at his job. Who knew? <laughs> the only Who one on the ship. <laughs> I'll uh, crawl in there. Yo, what's up? Uh, bro, you know we've been training with that big hammer. Yeah, the poo. Yeah. There's like some bro underneath there, bro. Oh, bro. We gotta get him out. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Go ahead and roll me strength checks. Do we get a plus one for managing to make the, the grunt at the same time? <laughs> sure, why not? Dude, I didn't. Wait, how, what did that we get? That was a simul grunt. Okay, do we get a plus one? We get a, a, an additional d6, both of oh, you. Oh, great. Okay. Holy shit! I'm rolling really nice. Wow. A 20 on a 46 from Jetator and a 9 on a 3d6 from Happy Fun Time. Um, so, Happy Fun Time, uh, you go to like lift your half of this debris and it just like slips out of your hands and just falls back to the ground. Jetator, on the other hand, lifts it up off the person. You can see that their arm kind of like flops out. They look like they're badly hurt. What about, bro? Yeah, bro. Come on. Give me another strength check, please. Happy fun time. You get an additional 1d6. Okay, there we go. The bro aura. Oh, my God. Oh, no. That's a 4 on a 3d6. A 2, a 1, and a 1. This much longer, bro. Just move it to the side. Yeah. Happy fun time. You grab their arm. You try to pull them out. Um, as you do, you can feel them go slack. Did my roll kill? What? Did my roll kill them? You killed them. Um, bro. Like move it to the side and try and put it down. Uh, can we get him, bro? Nah, bro. He's he's dead, bro. Oh, bro. I've ripped um I've ripped my tactical um vest while trying to like move this heavy bulkhead or whatever it was. I got a bit of a bit of bro chest showing. There's Brad, a tribal. There's a tribal tattoo beneath. <laughs> yes. It's, hor uh, it's horrible. It looks like every other tribal tattoo. Oh, uh, it's way too perfect. <laughs> and and uh, the points of the tribal aren't like a nice sharp point either. They're like rounded, and the yeah. lines are a bit. <laughs> it's like blotchy in spots where it's faded. Oh, the you still haven't got colored in yet, so just do like... <laughs> uh, Okay. Bro, uh, first, yeah. first, nice tats, dude. Um, oh, thanks, bro. Yeah. Second. Yeah, listen, Molly. No way. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to go. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, at this, it's at this point that uh, Stephen Rochambeau like, uh, comes rushing up. He says, uh, wh what's going on? Oh, hey, bro. Oh, we got injured, bro. Um, he, he, he just kind of shakes his head. No, he was injured. He's, uh... uh yo, are you good with that? I think there's, like, like three more people in here, bro. 
You guys, you pulled three of them out um, mm. earlier. Oh, it was five um, altogether. Yeah, and he, and he's, oh, okay. yeah, it was five altogether. Um, and he, and he says, uh, the, the rest of my crew is, is looking after them. Um, you guys, you need to get out of here. There's still too much smoke. I mean, I, I'm, I'm fine, bro. You fine, bro? Yeah, I feel a thing. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> okay, mate. Maybe, we got maybe. stuff to do, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll get this dude. You get that dude. Yeah. We'll get the dead people out. I guess you would carry them and I would drag. <laughs> <laughs> Have you just got four show muscles? <laughs> I guess so. I didn't realize that. <laughs> so, um... You guys, uh basically leave the area um reports start coming in captain mcquaid um from pretty much everything um uh, barrigan biggowick uh contacts his people um and uh you get various reports of what's going on uh, from the Venetians, from the uh, from the Shayu uh, Splendor, the Shayuk Splendor, um, you get information actually that um, that Fiyushumi, the representative um, from the Venetians, uh, part of the three groups that was supposed to be sent over. Uh, has been killed. Oh. Uh, One he... of the seniority. Very big deal. The uh, report also says that the conflict has erupted between the Shayuk tribe and the Dakhet tribe. As it appears that Dakhet Raikeki Hugh is responsible for the death um, from the Boreans you get information that the mining uh, colony on Shoku uh, all mining operations have been ceased and it appears that the machinery that they use for the mining operations has all been destroyed um Barrigan uh, Biggelwick is at a loss for words um, upon hearing the news. And uh, from what you can tell, uh, the Venetians have essentially exchanged uh, fire and uh, it appears that there is currently a ceasefire amongst the Venetians. 
amongst the Venetians themselves has been a ceasefire. Yes. Uh, when I when we find out there's been a ceasefire, uh, Dora. Affirmative. For, affirmative uh, response. Scan for remaining Venetian ships. Um. So you get a breakdown from Dora, uh, basically saying that um, six Venetian ships have been destroyed. Crews approximately numbering five to seven hundred people each. Yeah. Uh, does it seem, uh, Dora, do one half of the ships have their shields raised or are both groups or are all shields raised? I'm... Um, all shields are currently active, Captain. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, just for a sec. Uh, Mr. Biglewick. He's, he's sort of sitting there, stunned. He's like, he's, like, staring at a wall. Yeah, I come over and just kind of, like, put my hand on his shoulder. What do you want? Your help. My what? I'm assuming you and your friends, the other delegates, well, we seem to be in a pretty difficult situation. Um, a difficult situation? Do you know... That all mining operations are stopped on Shoku. I do indeed, and all machinery has been destroyed. That is why we need your help. Do you know what kind of economic collapse will happen? Unfortunately, I do. But if we can damn that collapse, that's what we should aim for. Do you not agree? He looks at your. He looks at you and says, "Um, what are you getting at?" Basically, if you help us, the Alliance, in smoothing over relations with the Venetians, that basically guarantees all future trade agreements will operate as smoothly as possible. If there's one time to get on the good pages with the Venetians that are remaining that would be willing to work with you and that signed the treaty with you 100 years ago, now's your time to really show where your alliances lie. You can this see is an oppor- this is an economic opportunity. You can see his uh, mustache kind of wiggling. He looks at you with a stern brow. And he says, Look here. Um, it's at this point that um, RA9 contacts you. Um, RA9, you've received a uh, communications from the Saskatchewan. Captain. We received, we have received a message from Saskatchewan. Yes, what is it? Um, so you get the audio playing through your communicator. Um, you can hear Carter's voice, and says, and he says, "Looks like you didn't expect that move there, eh? Did you, bro?" 
Yeah, sorry about that one. A little sneaky there, but uh, kick to the balls is always the best way to go, you know? Uh, look, uh, I hate to say it, but, uh, you know, I got one up on you again there, bro. Uh, but a payday is a payday, you know? Maybe uh, next time you can think a little quicker on your feet. It's a one-way communication, yeah? Yeah, it's a recording, basically, that you get. Perfect. Uh, Captain, what did he mean again? That's a... Uh... To be frank, I don't even know if you have the clearance for it, Commander. Okay. It's not not to be rude. I I I, I can muster up the paperwork. We'll discuss about this later. I need to speak with the admiral. Yes, Captain. You have the con. I need a few moments to uh, get myself together. Yes, Captain. Uh, Thank you. I'll be in my quarters. What? How should we proceed with the the Venetians that are currently in a fight? Well, there's there a seems cease... to be a standstill. Yeah, there's a ceasefire they right now. They Yeah. Um, just stay on engineering to get things fixed and keep our ship in a defensible position. Uh, from which Venetians, Captain? The Duquette. Yes, Captain. I'll be in my quarters. You have the con. Uh, and when I get back to my quarters, I close the door uh, and I start crying. Yeah, I'm weeping. And that's where we're going to end the session today. Oh, wow! Awesome. I'm sorry. Wow. I had to go for the obvious joke. I'm sorry. Wow. Good job, everybody. Uh, everyone's going to get 10 XP. 10 XP. Today. Great. Um. Oh, sorry. Why don't we uh, Why don't we go around the room? Let's do some shout-outs to wrap things up. Good session. Um, let's uh, Let's start off with uh, Fichi Farxel bait. Hey guys, uh, thanks for watching. Um, it's okay, men can cry too, uh, but they can't use face masks. So it. it changes the DNA. It's crazy. If you want to learn more about science, come to my channel, twitch.tv forward slash peachypixelate. I'm very intelligent. Very, very intelligent. You should definitely tune in if you like intelligence. Zagonicus. Hey, everybody. I'm Zagonicus, and I played Theodore Midrun, and a little bit of Jimmy, dude, for you guys today. Hope you enjoyed. I will be doing some streaming next week on Tuesday. I will be doing a longer stream, and in the latter half of it, McQuanis and I, I think, are going to play some Overcooked 2 more because it's silly. It was fun. really so funny. much fun. It's so much fun. It's quite yeah. funny watching you guys scream at each other. <laughs> or me just scream at Mac, and Mac just screaming in general. It's fine. 
Um, yeah, and apart from that, I'll be playing various video games and talking about various things and hopefully hanging out with you wonderful people. Make sure you follow here on Table Story so you catch all my role playing. And uh, yeah, check out the Table Story Patreon. Lots of good stuff. And yeah, depending on what you do, you and I might run into each other in some, some games or something. Who knows? Thank you very much, Simply. Hello, my name is Simply Jackson. This is my cat pedal. She's being very needy today. Um, I played our medical officer, Ruby Tootie. I also play the Ogron on ship, Boker. And uh, today was super crazy. <clears throat> I was like, oh, I should, I just need popcorn over here. I'm just over here like, what? what's that? Okay, what's happening now? What is crazy? Um, now I'm trying to figure out how we're going to stage uh, funerals on ship. This is going to be, this is going to be an emotional episode next time. Um, I, outside of the show, I'm a variety broadcaster here on Twitch, but really my variety means Warframe Warcraft, so games that start with war. And uh, I am make art. I also needed a reference for an emote, and I turned on my monitor earlier. I want to show you guys. This is my reference from City. You <laughs> <laughs> can't see anything. Okay. So that's uh, that's me. If you want to see more derpy art or whatever, come on by. Thanks for being here, you guys. Thanks for watching and chit chatting and whatnot. Thank you, Simply. Uh, mm -hmm. Pony. Hi, I'm pale, but you can call me Pony. Is that joke still funny? Is it, does it work? Uh, sure still. it is. Sure. Okay, okay thank you. Uh, I play a variety streamer here on Twitch with a big foothold in roleplay and like Arc and GTA. It's been a while now, though, but I still say that. Uh, I played it. Sorry, nine. And uh, the, the happy fun time. I hope you liked it. This was a really, really what? what? I listen. It, it, it have two ones. It could happen to anyone. Pixel, didn't you get three ones last? Day? Shut up. Oh, what it mattered. Simply, simply, simply has actually gotten the lowest roll that I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Uh, based on the number oh, of yeah. guys, she got four mm -hmm. ones in like a five yeah, years. Did she kill anyone? I'm didn't just Brad setting the bar. Get four ones on Mondays. <laughs> But that was. I'll have to find the clip of it. But it was just. It was like a five or sixty-six or something, and she got four ones. And I think it was like the other one was like a four and a two. So it wasn't like the other ones weren't like helpful by any means. So yeah, perfect. But yeah, it was a blast today. It's really exciting stuff. I really liked it. Thank you. Hope you liked it too. Thank you, Pony, Bobby. What's up, guys? I'm Archie Buffalo here on Twitch. Uh, played Captain Brax McQuaid primarily here today. This is an interesting episode. We uh, got a little bit about uh, Braxton's brother, Carter, and there's a whole bunch of darker backstory that I'm not going to get into yet. Maybe we'll, that'll come up next week. This is fun. Guys, follow everybody here. Thank you all so much for watching. This is amazing as always. Black, thank you so much. And uh, I'll see you guys uh, next Saturday. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, I'm Wang Steven, and I am the GM of Doom. Thank you, as always, chat, for hanging out with us, being awesome, and uh, lurking and talking, etc. Just hanging out. Thank you, chat, for being you. Thank you for hanging out. Um, thank you to Bobby. Thank you, Pony. Thank you, Simply. Thank you, Zagonicus. Thank you, Peachy, for being awesome role players. I appreciate you. Um, and um, if you guys want to help support uh, the the show here, one of the best ways you can do that is to go and support Morris, our wonderful... Uh, 
our wonderful sponsor. Um, and you can do that two ways. Heading on over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Morris, M-O-R-R-U-S, um, and checking out his podcast at morris.podbean.com, where he talks about all things roleplay, and uh, you might actually learn something if you go over there. Or you might just not learn anything and just uh, listen to cool roleplay content, whatever floats your boat. Um, but you can do that over there. Um, tomorrow, we've got the Shill Show. That's happening tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern. It will be a fiasco because we are playing fiasco. It's going to be myself, Brad Wodo, Jay Brotato, and Vio. Um, and uh, if you're unfamiliar with fiasco, it's a combination role-playing game as well as a really strange sort of tabletop improv game. Um, and I will say right now that the Patreon has a vote on it to determine our starting playset tomorrow. And the starting playset so far is looking like it's going to be Hollywood Wives. Yeah. And what time is this? This is at 4 p.m. Eastern. Uh, 4 p.m. Eastern. So that's uh, 10 p.m. Uh, Euro time. Um, but yeah, we'll see you tomorrow, guys. Thanks for hanging out. Peace out. You have a wonderful rest of your Saturday. Good night, everybody. Later, dudes. Bye.